the Michigan GT is coming at you. Greetings, gamers. Welcome to episode 24 of the Michigan GT podcast. With you tonight is me, Jeff. And I'm Rick. And a special guest. Hi, I am also Rick. Oh, so confusing. <laughs> Rick, 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 Rick. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Also, Rick. Well, I can't go wrong with this conversation. No, really. you're gonna win every time. I, I guess I just have to make sure I turn my head. When <laughs> turn I say, the right person. Say, it's kind of like a tennis match here. Well, I don't know anything about tennis. I mean, it, you know, do you? I do, but <laughs> I, I think it would be, you know, we just every time he says Rick, what do you think about that? We just both answer. Both answer yes. at the same time. Well, yeah. you know when. Uh, when I have to talk to my family about, and I have now two friends that are named Rick, and yep. I actually spent time with both of you. <laughs> and so I have to clearly delineate which of you I'm talking about. So, well, yeah, this is good, Rick, because you work at good, because you work <laughs> at Goodwill, Goodwill. right? Nice. And you are Rick Talk. Because you do TikTok videos. I do do TikTok videos. Good yeah. Rick so and Rick Talk. I thought the Rick Talk was actually very clever. Yeah, that's very clever. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's ridiculous, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, where is that? Where's my symbol? Oh, uh, there it is. Nice. All right. <laughs> I'll be here all night. <laughs> so we'll Try I... the veal. <laughs> Try the veal. Yeah. Make sure to tip your waitresses and bartenders. Excellent. <sighs> So episode twenty four, uh, this should be an interesting one with uh, oh, yeah. a third or with our guest actually being live. We love the live episodes. Yes. This isn't something we get an opportunity to do very often, but it always creates for, always go. Um, it's very leads memorable. to great content. Right? Yes. So hang in there. Why don't you listen to an ad or two? Listen to some of our sponsors that help us pay the bills, and we'll be right back and we'll talk about some dissecting the GT, where we are going to dig in to Rick Tox contributions to the GT. See, good Rick doesn't get anything. <laughs> Winged Hussar Publishing is the publisher of military history and tie-in fiction for some of the popular tabletop war games today. They are available at all good booksellers, but if you like, visit us at whpsupplyroom.com to see more about our products and order directly. And welcome back. It's time to dissect some GT. Dissecting the GT and Thunderforge Studios. And Thunderforge Studios, yes. Nice. So, uh, Rick Talk. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> Thank again. you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, you are the owner of Thunderforge Studios. Yes. And why don't you share with our audience a little bit about what it is you guys do over there? So, we are a uh, video production studio here in Lansing, Michigan that provides content for short form video. Uh, content for the gaming comic and toy industry okay uh specifically tiktok as far as like that's our big breadwinner right right now um and we work with over 40 publishers right on um we also do or have the capa uh, capacity to do um the 360 manipulative video content for like amazon listings or oh, e-commerce cool. listings right uh we also have live stream capabilities um and the ability to shoot other video content like a how to demo this game in your retail location. A lot of the stuff I like to do is retailer focused sure. for the for the publisher um, instead of look at me, look at me like a lot of content creators might be. Right. I'm more of like look at the product, look at the product. Right. Yeah, I know it's right. like you do a lot of like uh, 
box openings and that kind of thing mm-hmm. where you know you open the box up and show everyone what's in the box and, yeah. and that kind of thing and and just so our listeners know that you're well I mean I'm not gonna say that you're like make believe but you know a lot of times somebody says oh yeah I'm a movie producer you know what have you worked on well you know nothing's made it to TV yet or anything so like what are some of the companies that you do videos for so that's a funny story. So, yeah, it is a funny story. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually made the list. Oh, you, you made a list. Awesome. <laughs> um, but, but some that the GT folks might might know would sure. be uh, Weird, which oh, makes I, Malifaux. Never heard of that. Game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Free RPG Day, uh, Catalyst Game Labs, Battletech Shadowrun. Right on. Uh, Ultra Pro, WizKids, Simon. Um, let's see here. Army Painter. Army Painter, Vallejo. Vallejo. Yeah. Uh, Catastrophe Games out of Grand Rapids, Gale Force 9. Right on. You know, World of Tanks. Yeah. You know, uh, and like I said, about 40 others. Right on, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, so I mean, but you're, you're talking some, these are some serious players in the industry. Absolutely. Yeah, so you're not just like, just starting this up out of nowhere. You know, you are a player in, yeah. the, in the short video yeah. realm. Yeah. You know, and you know, you are... A, a, this is a legitimate business. This isn't just right. something you're doing for a hobby. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I, I would say that th- maybe not Thunderford Studios so much, but me as a content creator or a um, service provider in that space, I've been doing it for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to work for Alliance Game Distributors and Diamond Comic Distributors. Right and for those that you might not know, Alliance is probably the largest game distributor in the country. Correct. Right. That's where most game stores get their games from. Yep. Yeah, they're they're pretty big. Yep. Uh, and so I was a video production manager for Game Trade Media. A lot of people might know Game Trade Magazine. Sure. Uh, so that was like our sister uh, in in content creation and and stuff. And then for the Diamond side, it would be Previews World, Free Comic Book Day, and uh, the, the Toy Chest, uh, which is part of like Diamond Select Toys and right on stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Yep. So this is just kind of something that you kind of fell into a while back while working for Alliance, you know, just kind of a, a hole was needed and you stepped up and filled it? Or was that why you were brought in originally? So the story of me be- becoming part of that process takes us back to the beginning, right? That's so a long time ago. Correct. Um, so I did 20 years in the military, right? I was a Navy right. combat medic right uh, or Navy corpsman for sure. anybody that knows that. Uh, served most of my time with the Marines. When I retired... I did a couple years working in the music industry. Then I did a couple years working in the television industry. And then I worked uh, just like for like a year. I was just doing my own thing, doing photography and some videography stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I like just happenstance met the son of the owner of Diamond. While I was doing photos at Dragon Con. ran across him. Yeah, so oh, I was at Dragon. Okay. At, yeah, at Dragon. I was sharing right. a booth with a comic book publisher friend of mine. All right, who happened to be friends with him. He he was down there checking, scoping out that convention. Saw what I was doing, how interactive I was with the uh, different costumers that were there, the cosplay folks, sure. and requested that I come the next weekend up to Baltimore Comic Con and do it for Diamond. Oh, what I was doing there, and I was cool. like, you know, I'm retired. Yeah, absolutely, I come up there and do it. Yeah, uh, and then I got offered a job, and we started the video production arm of diamond comics just based off of that right all right and then while doing that i i was kind of ignorant to a few things like i didn't know it when i first got hired on i didn't know how many companies actually fall under the diamond umbrella right a lot right so you have hakes americana you have baltimore magazine a small portion of the orioles oh really yeah oh um 
let's see what else. Uh, <clears throat> Diamond Select Toys. Um, so the, as and a Alliance. company, they've diversified. Yeah, they have like twelve different. Wide. Yeah, right. if it, if it has something to do with comic books, like uh, Gemstone Publishing, which makes the Overstreet Price Guide for comics, mm-hmm. that's Diamond. All right, right, and then I, you know, so and the then, other fingers in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, and then Alliance Game Distributors, and sure. when, when I found that out, everybody knew that I'm more of a gamer than I am a comic book guy. All right, and I am a I'm a I'm a comic book guy. Uh-huh. But they're like not doing anything with the game side as far as video content. And I was like, hey, we should probably do that because. That is going to get a lot more views because uh, gaming is a more social event. Right. It makes for better video content than just flipping a comic book. Right. Or right. saying, coming yeah. this week. I mean, your friendly local. You're not making MCP you know, Marvel movies, right? Correct. It, you know, yeah. yeah. Correct. But who wants to watch someone leaf through a comic book? Right. Not not too interesting. No. Right. And, it, and and comic books are, a, are truly a more solidarity. You know, uh, yeah. you know you're by yourself. It's a, pers- it's a personal experience. Right. Right. Um, whereas gaming is social. Yes. And because it is social, in all aspects of media that gaming is being uh, handled, you're going to get more views, you're going to get more people asking questions and following you for those purposes. And so we really like leaned heavy into the gaming side with Game Trade Media. Um, and then in 2019, I left. Mm-hmm. I was going to do a thing called Rick Rolls America. Right, where I traveled across the United States, looking going sounds, to sounds amazing. It was it was amazing. There, that's there's no doubt. I had a great time with the few months that I was able to do it. And then the pandemic, pandemic hit, right? Yeah. Uh, and that was horrible for everybody, and you know, and anybody that, that made it through uh, unscarred is really lucky, right? Um, uh, I ended up like moving to Illinois for a year of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and it, that didn't work out very well. Like Chicago-ish or... No, like Decatur. Yeah. Like the worst. Right, yeah. If anybody's from Decatur, I apologize, but it's the, <laughs> it's the worst. Um, and my brother came down like near the end of it, like last September, August time frame. Him and his wife and family came down to visit and they're like, yeah, we're bringing you back home Get to you Michigan. Here, huh? And so, yeah, so I came back and then came back and opened Thunderford Studios and... Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I got to say, I was blown away uh, when I first came down to your studio to, to check it out, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good, good mean... Rick here. You know, it's like, oh, man, you got to go check this out. It's pretty cool. Yep. You know, and I went down. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And I go down. And I'm like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you got a neat setup down there. And, yeah. then, and when you have it 100% up and running, because you're not quite there yet, you're yeah. on your way. But yeah. Every every time I stop by, you're Something's you know, a different. couple more steps, you know, yeah. more towards what you're, uh, what I think is. you're kind of envisioning. Yeah, and you're you're going to get there, and when you're there, it's going to be a really cool place. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's very Willy Wonka. Yeah, for us, for anybody <laughs> no, like no, us, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you kind of feel like you got the golden ticket as you're heading down there. Oh right? yeah, you know, for yeah, sure. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun space and. Like I said, as you kind of get it all put together, mm-hmm. it's going to be a really fun space, and yeah. and I can see a lot of cool things coming out of there. Thank you. you got a cool vibe. Ah, I appreciate that. So, so he calls you Rick Talk. Yes. How did you get on TikTok? That's a great question. Um, I did it to upset my children. <laughs> That's a fact. Okay. So in the beginning, in the beginning of the pan- <laughs> pandemic, I knew what TikTok was. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's actually been around for a while. A while. Yeah. My right? daughter's into it, too. It has and, been for a while. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I knew what it was. And I was that cantankerous old guy that's just like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> I, I'm not getting on there. But then I, I was visiting my children during the beginning of the pandemic. 
because uh, what I didn't mention is in the beginning of the pandemic, because I had gotten rid of my townhouse, I packed all my stuff into storage because I felt like, because I knew I was supposed to be on the road for a year. Sure. Well, I ended up getting, getting um, basically stranded in a Red Roof Inn in Chesapeake, Virginia for four months, the first four months of the pandemic. Oh, no. It was horrible. Oh, no. But I was lucky enough to be about three miles from my two youngest children. That's nice. So I was able to visit them regularly, um, sitting at the edge of the couch, you know, six feet away. <laughs> sure. Their mom was very much, you know, well, and, and yeah, yeah. they had every right, their mom had every right to be like that because I was just at PAX East, the Gamma Trade Show. Okay. All of the above. Uh, sure. PAX South. Sure. You know. Oh, New very York. very cautious. Let's yeah, say. New let's York say, Toy let's Fair. Say very very cautious. Right, she's being very cautious. Right. But while I'm sitting there at the end of the couch, and they're sitting on the other end, we're just kind of chatting. But then they start like ignoring me and giggling. I'm like, "Hey, I'm here to visit you guys. Right. You know, let's let's talk. Let's watch." Don't you to me, goddamn it! Right? Yeah. <laughs> like like a little princess. I was like really upset. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, "What are you guys doing?" And they're like, "We're on TikTok, TikTok, Dad. You wouldn't understand, you know." And they called me uh, like a what, what's the um, Boomer. A boomer. Yeah, oh, that's right. that we are not. No. Which I am not. No, we are I, not. Uh, Gen Xer. Uh, Damn it. Right, yeah. Get off my lawn. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I was like, oh, okay. And then because of my marketing and video content mind, I started like thinking, well, and I asked them like, well, what kind of content do you consume? And my daughter listed off like the kind of things she likes to watch. My son listed off what he liked to watch. And then I was like, okay, well, what have you bought because of this platform mm-hmm. and my daughter makeup palette, some, sure. the led strip lights for her yep. room, a, um, a, a, a ring light. All and right, so that she was definitely being influenced by the platform. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then I asked my son the same question and my son is a much different consumer of product than my daughter. My daughter's very much got to have it now do the thing. My son saves his money for very specific things. Right. Ask him the same question. Acoustic foam for his room, LED light strip, a ring light. I'm like, well, what? I mean, what, what, what makeup palettes? And he's like, ah, dad, no. Um, the, uh, the goth one, dad. Right, yeah, it's, it's all, <laughs> all black. It's all, sh- it's all black, shadows. Maybe dark purple. Right. Yeah. Uh, but he had bought these um, this controller and keyboard from this uh, like video or uh, computer company. I think it's, it's like Iron something. I can't remember what it was. But uh, when I realized that they're both spending their mom and my money all, uh, based off their influence of this platform, I kind of thought, you know what? I should check out what the gaming industry is doing on here. Right. And then what could I do for that? And so I went back to the hotel. And I spent like 10 straight hours, which led into 20 straight hours before I did my first video, just consuming content, looking for p- publishers that might have been on there. There were none at the time. Um, trying to find other board game and tabletop game content creators and there were like four of us and then so i started making some content and then i had a, a video go viral got over a million views wow uh the company that the video was for um got like ten thousand units sold in a 24-hour period and uh that's when the industry went oh wait what's this and from there that's kind of how the tiktok stuff began oh very interesting yeah. Oh. Super cool. Yeah. And and now, you know, it's something that's generating an, an income for you. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's very awesome. Thank you. So what, 
So you said you, you know you like to you like to focus on the gaming industry, and obviously you're focusing on a lot of manufacturers. Yep. Uh, now, is this something that could translate into uh, like more small local businesses as well? Could you are there local like game stores, for example, that could benefit from working with Thunderforge? I think so. I, I, I even if it's not me or anybody that comes and helps out there going to those locations and doing content, but as a consultation, right? Right. Yeah, I'm not saying. Yeah, it's probably. You know, what you're doing is probably a little over the budget of a standard FLGS, but maybe as more of a consultation or a coaching type absolutely. scenario. Sure. And, and I can absolutely help them with like best practices, uh, uh, content ideas, and stuff like that, um, or even connect them with other retailers that are already being successful on the platform. You know, because there are some on there now that are like killing yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Abs- uh, absolutely. And that, the thing is, is the, there's no barrier of entry to this. It's literally just download the app and start. Right, because you know? I mean, the big barrier entry is your smartphone, which right, and practically everyone has at this stage. I would, I would think so. I'd hope so, at least. Right. Yeah. I think the other, the the other barrier of entry is, you know, um, I hear it a lot where people say, "Well, I'm too old for that." I, oh, and, interesting. So I, I, w- I would put the other main barrier entry at uh, people's creativity. Yeah, level of creativity, right. um, but it, and, and willingness, right? Yeah, because it is a time sink. Yeah, right. It, it really is. Uh, when you think about, you know, if you watch, if you're watching a TV show and then the commercial comes on and that commercial is thirty to sixty seconds long, right? That's kind of what you're doing on this platform, right? But it, instead of it being like a informative, like a commercial is, mm-hmm. with a call to action to go to your local car dealership or wherever to do the thing, this is an entertainment platform. So your content has to be entertaining as well as educational. Right. Cause if it's not entertaining, they're just going to flip by. Absolutely. Yeah. Real fast. Right. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that with some of the videos I've put up, you know, mm. the more interesting it is, the more views that I get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, and I'm learning stuff every day. I, uh, like yep. today when Rick, good Rick uh-huh. came by and picked me up, um, he noticed that on one of the windows I have, I, I've put another whole big old thing of sticky notes that are just hooks, video hooks. Right on. Like, how do you start this video off? Like, uh, you know, you know, in the past 10 days, I made tens of platinum for my character by doing this. And you can too. You know, just stupid stuff right. like that. Because, right. But I always spin it to the yeah. game side. I'm not going to be like, I made X amount of money this month, this week because I did this. And you can too. Sure. No. Yeah, I, I enjoyed your uh, your tip on how to double your treasure in, oh, yeah. in D&D. Oh, it's abs- <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing a whole series on my personal channel right now where I'm giving bad bad tabletop role playing advice. Oh, that's great advice. You're just not going to have a lot of friends, <laughs> right? <laughs> at the end of the campaign, a D20 that has all 20s on it is not bad advice. Uh, no, it's not. It's I mean, perfect. It's perfect on a on a game that revolves around the D20 system, right? Yes. Yeah. True. Always having successes. Hundred uh, percent of the perfect time. Life. Yeah. Perfect life. Perfect life. Right. I uh, play a lot of games with D8s. I wonder if there's one that's got all eights. I'm sure you can have one made. Yep. That's true. Well, yeah, and what you really do on that, you put one one on that 20 sided die. Oh, then, not, then you're just. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's 19, actually not a bad 1920s idea. 1920s and a one. Yep. So, yeah. You know, and probably, I get that one every time. Probably going to have critical success, but it could be a critical failure. That's true. Yeah. You know, it r- kind of reminds me of a, um, a story, a podcaster I listen to uh, regularly, and he talks about his old radio days. Where they would have, they had this um, wheel of of 
fortune kind of mm-hmm. thing. So whenever they were going to go out to breakfast, they would spin the wheel of fortune in whatever restaurant. Oh yeah, the wheel landed on is where they would go that sure. day. And, it, and he goes, and everyone puts their favorite place on there, but then you, you have to have the one spot that everyone hates. Nice Hooters, <laughs> because if there's not that risk of of loss, yeah. then it really isn't a game, right? Yep. Yeah, you know, there has to be that threat. Right. That that is you know that, yeah. that that's what puts that's why gambling's exciting, right? Because sure, you know you're trying to win, but you might lose. There's right. that. That's that. Yeah. Well, so that what? Edge. My, so a question for you, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> would be what would be the bad restaurant for you? Oh gee, in in Lansing. Sure. What would be the? You know, I don't even know. I don't. I I mean I know what flapjacks. I flapjacks. What? Okay. Is that still open? Yeah. They're Which still one's open? open? The one uh, um, in DeWitt Township. Oh, the one up north there is still open. Yeah. See, I like that place. I, the last time I went in there, it, like, it was some of the worst right. food okay. I'd ever had. Okay. I think uh, Cheddar's would be the place I would say, just because the last time I went there, we got sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. that'd do it. You know, it turns you off. What's your answer? Burger King. Oh, BK. <laughs> A BK breakfast oh, is the worst. Oh, you know worst. what? I'm, I'm changing my answer. White Castle. For breakfast? Just period. Yeah, period. Yeah. Never See, had a good I've White Castle. Never had White Castle. Don't. Yeah. Waste and your time. I'm not, yeah. yeah. Waste your time. I've never been so disappointed <laughs> by a restaurant in my life. You know, listening to the Beastie Boys coming up talking how great White Castle is, and I finally yep. get to go there. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Super disappointed. <laughs> Even super, as super a as a late night post game event or con event, like it's it's just not good. No, I'd hit Taco Bell up every time. Oh, yeah, every or steak time. and shake. Or, also, I was super disappointed the first time I went to Steak and Shake. Really? They have one of the greatest names of any restaurant ever. True. Who doesn't like steak and who doesn't like shakes? Yeah. And, and then the, you go yeah. there and it's like, eh, it's not really a steak place. It's more of a <laughs> burger joint. Yes. Which is okay. They're okay burgers, but they're not good steaks. They're not Culver's. Culver's is actually very good. I love Culver's. I love Culver's. All right, we got to stop. <laughs> making making you hungry over there? Yeah, well, uh, some guy was telling me about this this thing. It's like a high protein, low carb <laughs> thing, and uh, they have, they I've, been, have... I've been doing it for uh, like five days. Yeah, yep, something like that. And now. you're going well. Yeah, I'm going well. That's great. Um, and uh, but having this steaks, conversation, steaks, steaks, yes, steaks, steaks. Yes. You can grill them. You can put seasoning all over it. Just avoid yeah. the sugary seasoning, and you're right. good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Steaks, yeah. lots and lots. Of yeah, steaks. we're done. I'm getting, I'm getting meat sweats. <laughs> meat sweats. <laughs> I'm not even having eaten any meat. So, um, last year was your first year at the GT. Yes. So, what was your opinion? So when I got there, obviously I've been to like a lot of conventions, right. and we're right? pretty small. Right, but I was one of the things I I had a preconceived notion of what your what your event was going to be like. Okay, because um, John Russell from Warlord Games, absolutely good was, guy, was was going to be there, and that's what, and that's the reason I came is because he had my luggage from a previous convention a week oh. before, so I had to go pick up my luggage because I didn't want to pay for it on the plane. Well, it was kind of convenient, really. Yeah, it was super yeah, nice. It worked right. out. Yeah, and I brought my oldest son with me, and he had never been to an event like this before mm-hmm. either, and so. Um, Looking around and seeing everybody there to participate in these tournaments was actually pretty brilliant. And I like painting miniatures. You know, mm-hmm. we paint miniatures together yeah. uh, frequently. And um, the thing that I was really impressed with was the talent. The, the painting talent that was there was um, it was amazing. 
And I've never been to like um, this uh, was it Adepticon or the Nova Open. Okay. Or um, what is it? Uh, the the Winter Wars or North Wars. So yeah, having never been to any of those events that really focus on the wargaming aspect of tabletop, uh, I was again super surprised by the artistry, the talent that just showed up, and also the depth of um, publishers that you guys have that rep- were represented there as well. You had Weird and some Malifaux. You had uh, yep. um, Warlord, obviously. Uh, you have uh, the Games Workshop stuff. There are a lot of that. Yeah, a lot. Of that's oh, well, that's the big yeah. dog. Yeah, right. But you had you had some others that I uh, Conquest. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some other ones that I remember being there? I was just like, Whoa. oh, War Machine Hordes, obviously yeah. a big one. Um, a little Star bit of Wars, Star Wars Legion. Star Wars Legion. That was on the back left side. Right. All the Star Wars stuff. Yep. Yeah, right. it, it was um, great. Yeah, the Warlord stuff. Uh, you mentioned that. Uh, yeah, bolt action was pretty heavily bolt represented. Action. Yeah, we got a, we got a good bolt action crowd, mm-hmm. and you know, talk about uh, the hobby side of that. Like, the, you know, their tables and stuff are always super cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, their terrain was mm-hmm. brilliant. It was tight. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I brought my camera, right? Not right. just my phone, right? Uh-huh. But I actually a brought real a camera. camera. Okay. I took a bunch of pictures and Sweet. and stuff and. Uh, the dioramas that the like the Age of Sigmar folks yeah. and, the, mm-hmm. and the Warhammer folks had made, I was just like, "What the?" Heck? Yeah, I mean, people go all out, right? Yeah, and like there was one that I want to say was like a um, a Alice in Wonderland yes. themed. Yeah, that was Age of Sigmar. Oh table. my god! Yeah, yeah it was cool. It was, it was what about probably four four foot tall? Probably. It was, yeah, it was yeah. tall. It was and big. That it had, was an insane. Had display. teacups and yep. they were all tilted. Yep. They were all askew. Yeah, yeah, everything looked like it was about to fall. It off. looked chaotic, like right, it should. It you know, it Alice in Wonderland is very chaotic. He did a really good job yeah. on that, yeah. So that's one of the things that um, we've always focused on at our event from early on. Uh, it's kind of spilled over. Uh, that's that hobby side of things. is right. a, It's a very old Games Workshop philosophy. Right. So, you know, forever at their events, they've always focused on, you know, your appearance of, of your of your yeah. stuff, right? And then just over the years, that kind of evolved into the dioramas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I know... Yeah, I, I can't speak for all of our events because they're each run by different TOs. Right. And we kind of give the TOs uh, some freedom to to focus on what they feel is the best part for their game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that we've always focused on for the GW side of things, as I said, this is a big carryover, is, you know, I'll give, we give out prizes. Oh, yeah. You know, for the best display and that kind of thing. Yeah. A crazy amount of prizes. We do. We give out a lot of prizes. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and I've even gone to... To the lengths, um, when I started, when I took over the AOS event a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, I went to an event where they had everyone bring a, bring a piece of terrain for use okay. for use at yep. the event. Okay, and then every they just took, so they were able to get like an extra four or five tables worth of, of game going because everyone had a piece of terrain there that everyone was using. Right. So I thought that was really cool, uh, and I'm like, well, what if I extend that and mm-hmm. make it so you bring in a whole table of terrain? So it's like something that you're working on at home, and you bring it in and let the let the show use it for the weekend, and then I give out a full on prize for the best table. Nice. And my goal for that is, you know, how you say the display boards are really sweet, right? Yeah. Well, my goal is, and hopefully in the next you know few years, that I start getting tables of terrain coming in that are sweet like that. 
Right. You know, where people, you know, maybe they got their army painted, you know, mm -hmm. and say, all right, you know what, this year I'm going to really focus. I'm going to try to win that, mm -hmm. that best table award. Yeah. Be, be, uh, whoever that might be thinking that they better watch out because you never know when Dave, Dave Taylor might. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave Taylor comes yep. to play that year. Yeah. yeah. Look out big time. For right? sure. For sure. Uh, you know, but I hope that I attract a Dave Taylor to come play because yep. this is something that interests him. Right. You know, and then and by adding a best appearance category like that, or a best display category, or a best table category, right. that's three full categories I have that have nothing to do with how good you do on the table. Right, and that's great because right. some people might be way more crafty or hobby yes. focused. Yes, and right, and now I now Play there's a reason. The actual right. game is an afterthought. Right, right. there's a reason yep. for right. them to come out now right. and right. to get yep. recognized for their skill set. Yes. is really cool. Right. And, you know, originally they would always give sportsmanship awards. It was such a, a big deal, yep. too. Um, but, you know, over the years, that award, it's a weird award. You sure. know, because I've gone to a number of events where, you know, they have you rate your, your opponent from one being the worst, five being the best. Right. You know, and then... You know, I, like I was at Adepticon. No, I love Adepticon, don't get right. me wrong. But I'm at their Age of Sigmar event two or three years ago, or two or three times ago. And he's like, yeah, well, we had a a 30-place tie for best place for sportsmanship. You know, and I'm like going, a 30-place tie? How? There, yeah. I can't. There, it's, it's impossible that there are 30 people that are the best game of Warhammer that you ever played times five games. Right. It's just impossible. So that means either, which is probably the most likely, is A, people aren't actually reading the score sheet, and they're right. just saying, oh, I didn't have any arguments with this guy, so it's a five. Right. Yeah. You know, rather than actually reading it where, in that case, it really should be a three. A three sure. is, it was a good game. Yeah. You know, a five is, this is the best dude I ever played. I wish I could play him every single time. Right. Right. And not and not just for the uh, the tournament aspect. No, it, just because it, it was fun to play with this cat. Yes. Yeah. Ex exactly. And so... Like I said, in my opinion, what it came down to is that people aren't reading the score sheet anyway. They're not grading their opponent in an honest way. No, I mean, honest, I guess, in a good way that you're trying to be nice to people, right? Well, sure. You're not tanking yeah. people with ones, but at the same time, if you're just going to give everyone the best score possible, when you have a 30-way tie Excuse for something, it. it's like, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Why are we bothering? Sure. You know, and so if, if no one can be honest with... With the scoring system, then it truly isn't. Right. It truly isn't a best sport. Yeah. You know, and and I've I've played around with that over the years. You know, I've I've tried a a ranking system mm -hmm. where I I've had my opponents now rank your opponents. Yeah. Best to worst. Now you have no choice. You have to give someone the top score, right. and you have to give someone the bottom score. But then it was coming back where some people were getting disappointed that they were getting low scores on that. They're like, well, you know, I you know. I didn't have any problems with anyone. I only got six points out of, you know, possible 25. Right. And it's like, well, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person or a bad player. It just means that you were someone's, you were, you were four or five people's least favorite game of the weekend. I, yeah. It right. doesn't mean it was a Which, bad game. It just means that, right. you know, but so that was causing yeah. a little bit of, of bad feelings. No, right? absolutely. And, and you don't want that either. Right. So I've just dropped that completely. I, I think that's probably wisest is to right. drop something like that because people, if they feel like nobody likes me, right? everybody hates me because I'll go I, eat worms. Yeah. Right. right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, or you have another thing where you might have, you know, teams, right? You, right? you have a team of guys that come, and I know that, 
you know, you played a person on, you beat me, and I know that one of my teammates is in it against you for the overall, so I'm going to now tank, tank you your on score, your sportsmanship yep. right. to help my teammate out. Right. You know, and stuff like that can go on too. Sure. And so I just kind of found you know, to drop it, and then I, I basically, for a while there, I went to like a, just a thumbs up, thumbs down, right. and just say, if you get two thumbs down, we're having a talk. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Yeah. You know, because there's no reason to get two thumbs down. One thing is, you know, sometimes people just don't gel. Yep. Right. But if you don't gel with two people over five games, let, let's have a discussion right. and find out why that is. Yeah. You know, but I've never had to talk to anybody. No right. people, no one's ever gotten two thumbs down. Okay. In, in all the years I've run this. Right. And you just kind of have a, a talk in the beginning and say, hey, we're just here to have fun. No reason to be a jerk. Yeah. You know, let's have a good time. If you have a problem with someone, let me know. <laughs> and it's been fine. Good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the sportsmanship thing either. Yeah. In, in that regard. It's very arbitrary. Yeah. 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 And, I, and, I, and what you said about the team sport or the team events. Yeah. I We've all seen that in, in many different uh, right. aspects oh, of games. Absolutely. Where the team I mean, is going to look out for the team. Look at car racing. Happens all the time, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, yeah. That, and that's way more blatant and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that. You know, someone right. swipes somebody or something like that to help their teammate out. And, yeah. and anyway. Yeah. See, I'm a big fan of the wooden spoon. The wooden spoon's Jesus. cool. I love the wooden spoon. Yeah. What, what is that? Last place. Like, 100% last place. Okay. But over a two-week, two-day tournament, five games, you stayed no matter what, and you went to sure. the award part. Like, you stayed through all of it because you, you were far. there, and you were playing the games, and you were having fun. Right. Yeah. So, here's something for you. I right. love that. Right. So, what we have done in the past, and... I don't know if we'll do it this year or not. Is usually we'll give the uh, last place Age of Sigmar person a uh, starter box for forty k, <laughs> and, and and then the reverse for forty k. We yep. give them an Age That's of Sigmar brilliant. starter box, right? That's brilliant. Try a different game. Yeah, it, it's always a good laugh. Yeah, you know, and they get to walk away with something. Oh yeah, you know, and yeah, nice. it's kind of the same thing though, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. maybe maybe this year give them a uh, song of ice and fire. Something, yeah, <laughs> right. something like that. Hey, why, why, let's try a different game. This right. this. Might not be for you, but you know, and the arbitrary thing, like a paint painting score, is pretty arbitrary. Also, it can right? be, absolutely, it, it can be. But the difference between that and sportsmanship is, your painting judge should be pretty much the same across all the armies. So if it's arbitrary, everyone's getting the same, yeah, you know, the same same judgment s- scoring method. Yep, yep. You know, instead of it being by a bunch of different people, but something in a big thing like forty k, we do have multiple judges, right. But they talk to each other beforehand, right. kind of get on the same page of how they're going to score things, and then they try to be. Well, also having a good score sheet. Yeah. Right? Right. To, to work off yeah. of helps. And right. that's having a another good rubric. thing I'm a huge fan of. I, I put the rubric in my rules packet. Yep. Okay. So as soon as you download the rules for my event from the, the internet, which has already been out now for over a month, right? you know you can see how I'm going to score your painting right. right when you sign up. So you need to know what you need to work on and that kind of thing. And it, it makes a big difference. And um, this uh, army over here on display <laughs> here, mm-hmm. um, I actually won best appearance with that at the last tournament I went to, uh, which was the um, uh, the, Fast, Motor, the Motor City Mayhem. Yeah, Motor yeah. City Mayhem. Okay. Um, down in Detroit. And I, was, I actually won the category by one point. Oh, wow. There was two guys behind me by one point. And the difference between mine and theirs is that I saw 
one of the things on there was, you know, your squads need to have individual, uh, like, unit markings or tattoos. So I went through all my guys and painted tattoos onto every single one. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, full on. And it worked. Full on nerd, yeah. but that gave me that one that extra gave you point. That point. And then yeah. I didn't have to get into a tiebreaker. I just, I just won it just out. Won. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of getting the rubric, reading the rubric. Yeah. And I'm not going to make an argument that my army was better painted than the other two. Nope, I'm just, just saying feel... I checked more check boxes than yep. they checked. Yeah, I, having been a judge at a few uh, painting events, like uh, the Origins mm-hmm. Game Fair uh, miniature painting events, I was a judge for them for like two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And then last year at PAX Unplugged, I was I did a couple of painting workshops and was the judge, one of the judges. It was nice to see what they are wanting you to look for, right? And who had you know, and a, a scaled. Uh, numeric system sure uh, because normally when i go in to look at miniatures because I, one of the things i didn't mention to everybody is when i was working for alliance one of I, I we had an original content show called painting happy little minis yes and i got to sit next to dave taylor for three years who's dave yeah apparently he's a painter who oh. does some stuff and oh. publishes some books okay and stuff um i, I used to know this guy dave taylor i used to read stuff that he did in like a white dwarf magazine is, Never heard of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I must be thinking of a different Dave Taylor. Oh, no. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Some Australian guy, real nice. Oh, no, that's him. Yeah, real yeah, nice guy. One of the kindest people you ever meet. Yeah. Uh, and but, he, he can convert like a mofo. Yes. Yeah. He did a conversion of a uh, Boba Fett from Star Wars Legion. Converted, because it looks like he's like flying in uh-huh. the air. He converted it to Mando. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, in in cool. like two episodes uh, yeah. of our show. And I was just like... <laughs> your skill level is beyond it's like pop nine thousand. he's like what skill he's, yeah oh yeah because yeah. he's like oh no it's you know it's just a thing i yeah. just i just slapped this together mate yeah yeah yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. but uh yeah so having sit, uh, sat next to him for so long and watched how what he does and i would always pick his brain sure you know because he's done lots of judging yes he has and so his his big thing that he he, he convert con, uh gave to me was Look at the faces. Mm. If they do a good face, the rest of the model will be a bit will be brilliant. Interesting. If they don't have a good face, move on. Move on. All right. Huh. That's probably yeah. a pretty good tip. It's yeah. not easy to paint a good face. Correct. And yeah. he also would say if they can paint yellow really well, mm-hmm. <laughs> stand just stop and look at the rest of that model because <laughs> if they got yellow on there, yeah, they're probably again it's probably a good model. Right. So <laughs> I was like, all right. So yeah, I got yellow figured out. Well, yeah. It took me a while, but I got um, it figured out now. I, I uh, yeah, you do. I mean, for me, it's contrast. Yellow, oh, yeah. that, that, you know what? The, that makes the, it look the good. contrast yellow is pretty decent. Yeah, I gotta admit, um, I do. I I'll use that on some things. Because mm-hmm. um, for a quick, easy, an easy, quick yellow, yeah. it does fine. It does uh, for me. Right, three feet away. Yeah, you're three that's foot perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's actually probably it can get you two feet. Maybe. Yeah, I don't even allow to think about that. <laughs> Because yeah, that at two feet I can actually see the model and right. I, get, I get started to get sweaty. Right. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to this year? So what I'm looking forward to this year is because oddly within the last time I was there to this year I've become a little more involved. Yes, you have a little been. bit, yeah, right? A lot of it. Yeah. So um, I am going to be the TO for the Song of Ice and Fire. Nice. Uh, which I have a meeting with Simon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 
and we'll be talking to them about like, hey, send, we need you to send us prize support. Because there's there's a little turmoil at CMON since yes we made the announcement right. or that yep. I, I signed up because they they um they let their uh, public relations and events organizer Some go. personnel changes correct right uh, so now like the VP of sales is handling all of that right now okay so I have I have my meeting with him tomorrow and uh, to get the prize support and the thing is is I have never run a Song of Ice and Fire tournament I was supposed to get a at Gen Con I was supposed to get Oh, shown how to do like this. Like a packet kind of thing? Yes, or, from right. the tournament organizer. Right. And Adam, happen, huh? Adam, who was the vice president of sales, did not have the time. When you're the vice president of sales for a company like CMON at Gen Con, uh, yeah. Yeah, your time is is gone. Right. Right. Makes sense. Um, so I'm the meeting tomorrow is for him to send me a packet. Okay. So like with all like your missions and stuff like that? Correct. Because the actual pairings and stuff, that part's easy. Yeah, that's like anything and, else. And you're not going to have 60 players. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you know, I hope you do. Yeah, but, I hope so, too. I mean, the odds are low odds that are you'll low. have that. Yeah. Many. Right. Um, it, it should be a, especially for your first time, right. it should be a very manageable number. Right. Uh, which will be great. And the other, but the thing is, is their prize support is going to be brilliant. Oh, that's awesome. I already know that. It's going to be a lot. Oh, love it. Because um, they, when I was at WonderCon, they had like two people show up for the tournament, mm-hmm. which was sad because it wasn't even in the gaming area. It was in the hotel, right. which was a horrible spot. Um, not because of Simon's choice, but the, the convention's organizer, that's where they put them. Right. They brought so much prize support that you could probably put it into a pod. Oh, geez. And it would have been, <laughs> it was great. Did they yeah. give it all away to these two guys? No. Oh. <laughs> but the two guys got pretty much anything they wanted. Right. They're like, yeah. well, I don't have that. I'll take that. Oh, I don't have that. Well, I play with a buddy of mine that uses that armor, you know? Yeah. So they got what they wanted. Sure. Right. Sweet. And then, they also had the miniature painting thing going on up there, so they went around to anybody that was painting miniatures and said, "Hey, would you like this? Would yeah. you like this? Why don't you paint this? Check yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so and I really like that game. I yeah, as a rank and you, file, it's great. I think it's really good. Yeah, I like a, a lot of the mechanics of it. I think are very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I really like the uh, the sideboard that you right. have your your non combatant. So you, you never played it, have you? So yeah, yeah. I've. Rick, you might have to show me how to play. So this it's game. like it's like a rank and file, well, like, kind of yeah. like a Kings of War is. Kings of War and right. Conquest, right? Yep. Um, but you have you can spend points on non-combatant characters. Yes, and they oh. they sit on a sideboard off of the game. Yeah. yeah, and then as you're choosing units to activate, you can choose to activate a non-combatant, like Cersei or uh, Tyrion, Tyrion or yeah. Tywin. Or... And there's like five or six actions that they can do off the board that affects the things on the board. Uh, mm-hmm. So it could be like, all right, you go here, you get right. to heal a unit three yeah. hit points kind of thing. And they directly affect what's on the board, but each of those things on that sideboard can only be done by one character for that turn. So there's there's some um, emphasis on that you if you really want one of those five actions, you need to spend an activation off table yeah. to make sure you get that before some, because there's like two or three that are sure. better than some of the others. Yep. And so those are the kind of the hot, the hot things to, huh. to, yeah. to it, use. It's a, it's a really I'll cool mechanic. It's, it's a very cool mechanic. I really yeah. like it. And I'll another thing that I don't think yeah. anybody realizes is this will be the first national qualifier tournament for 2023. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So if, 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 if they win it, they Qualified for the nationals, for the next nationals, which is at Gen Con. At Gen Con, okay. So okay, the right season on. ends at Gen Con, basically. Correct. All right, that's very cool. Yeah, right on. Well, I'm excited. Hopefully, we get a, a pretty yeah. good turnout. We, well, we got an you know, email from somebody that is interested and runs a uh, uh, Song of Ice and Fire 
like group, mm-hmm. and but they want more information to make sure that it's worth them coming and participating. Oh, I see. So after tomorrow's meeting with CMO, I'll have info for them. them. Right and right. I'm pretty sure they're going to be pretty all right, right. with it. Hey, man, bring, so you know, bring four or five of your guys and let's go. Yeah, because yeah. someone will get nationally qualified. Right. Oh, that's incentive right there. Yeah. Huh. Right on. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Very cool. So uh, what else are you going to be trying to do while you're up here? So that I mean, it's going to take a chunk of your time. It, it is. <laughs> that's two days. Yeah. Um. But, but uh, the other stuff is, uh, you know, Thunderforge will have a a booth there, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we want to do is, and I kind of mentioned to you be earlier, is if someone has a model they want to get a gift made out of, we're going to bring the three sixty rotator, right? Uh, to do that at the show, mm-hmm. um, for a nominal fee, right? Know, like ten bucks or something. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, and they get they'll get a gift, and they'll get some other files as well. Uh, where they can put it up on a website if they have their own website, uh, and they can someone can actually manipulate the the image and turn it and look at every angle of it, right on and stuff. Um, so we're gonna do that, and we I want, like we to might have stuff. to get the, uh, the the painting finalists on that thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that has to happen. Yeah. You know, and then to put them up on the website or oh, something where yeah. people can take a three sixty look at you know yeah. the prize well, winners. One, that, yep. that'd be really sweet. yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that, um, would, that would be excellent. And then the, uh, the rest of it is I like to promote the companies I work with, right? Uh, so some of the, you know, like Weird. I know Weird is one of your sponsors. Um, so, uh, you know, I'll probably have some Weird stuff there from uh, from that company, some Malifaux that might be given away, well, you know? Might be. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like fun. Because uh, I, I do things a little different than most people. Like uh, I'll do a raffle and, and in order to get entered into the raffle – you have to follow the social media platforms, right. a.k.a. TikTok, yes. if you have it. If you yes. don't, Instagram, whatever. Yep. As long as you follow a social media platform to right. that company, you'll get a ticket for, for the mm-hmm. raffle. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. Uh, and actually, um, so uh, we also do um, team events on Friday yeah. for both 40K and Age of Sigmar. Yep. And so the Age of Sigmar one is very focused on sportsmanship. Really, it's not mm-hmm. about, I mean, you do get points for winning, but... Mm-hmm. You can do really well and not win a game, right? Uh, because it's all about the points you acquire for the out of game stuff. So, okay. like, if you bring baked goods for your opponent, then you get points. I want to play in this now. Yeah, it's great. If you <laughs> so, where were all my points last year? Then, well, you didn't play in the event. You just brought the baked goods. Well, that's what mattered. Well, <laughs> I gave you enough points. You just didn't. Work, you weren't at the, at the award ceremony, right? So, uh, and, and just different things like that, you know, buy your, buy your opponent a drink, you know, okay. all, all these yeah. different things just to, my opinion is a Saturday and Sunday are going to be competitive mm. enough. Right. Right. So let's have some camaraderie on, oh, absolutely. on, on Friday. Uh, that's going to lead into the weekend. And one of the things I stole your idea, one of the things on there is that if you follow the, the GT. Michigan GT social media, you get points. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I that, thought that was a great. That's yeah, a great idea. Well, a lot, the, the thing is, like a lot of companies or a lot of conventions, uh, don't do that, and it, it blows my mind. Right? right. Uh, they they think that just because they're a lanyard sponsor, mm-hmm. right, and their names on it, that people are going to actually follow them. Right. No, give them a reason to. Yeah. Give right? them, yeah. Give them a reason. Yeah. You know, and whenever I'm at a show, be it Comic Con or a gaming convention or whatever, you have people always come into your booth. But they may not be buying anything. Mm-hmm. But if you tell them, it's like, hey, we're doing a raffle this weekend to win this thing. And you show them the thing they could win. Uh, but And all you have to do is follow us on X social media, whatever they're trying to promote the most. Right. And you'll get a ticket. Mm-hmm. And then come back on Sunday at 
2 p.m. for the drawing. And at that thing, like one of the things we did at the uh, Capital City Comic Con is I had um, the eye and hand of Vecna sta- uh, statue. Yes, very cool. Right? And we, we gave that away. And, and we had a lot of people enter because that's what right. they wanted. Do you like Vecna? Oh, I, I think Vecna is a great uh, bad guy in all aspects. Nerd. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so having something like that where you can actually physically see the thing you could potentially win gives them that, it, you know, again, yeah. it's, it's kind of like that gambling thing right, that right. you're talking about. Absolutely. You know, if I could win that. But I usually bring a, like a table full of stuff right. to give away. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Capital City had a boatload of goodies. Oh, yeah. Right? And I have a boatload of goodies for, for this one. Sweet. You know. Uh, I'll have I, to make sure I get in on that. Well, well you see all, you, you've been out to the studio. Oh, yeah. And you've seen like all the Warhammer stuff oh, right. that I have. Well, I go down there, I'm like. You got to get rid of some of this stuff, man. You got way too much down here. You can't even you can't even put all this together. Right. You'll die before it happens. Well, of thank old you. Age. I of mean, old I, age. right. I am fifty. Thank you for right. bringing that back up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you got another Again, forty I mean, years in you, but right. you, got, we, we, you got too much. I mean, there's so much stuff. Yeah, you can you can never absorb right. all of all of what you got down there. Right. So my my plan is to bring a lot of, if not all of, the Warhammer stuff that I have down there. Right on. Uh, all of the. Um, War machine, extra war machine stuff that yep. you, that you haven't already like confiscated, <laughs> um, and then uh, I have some weird st- <clears throat> stuff that I have. Even though I per- particularly like the weird miniatures because I like that whole steampunk vibe, yeah, right, yeah. Um, uh, so, but I, I'll bring a couple things, and Weird is going to send me a few things, and I know they're sending you a few things. I'm yep. sure, yeah, they are. So uh, there's going to be a lot of weirdness going around. Uh, this is cool. And then Conquest, I, I'm getting a couple things from them. Oh, nice. I don't know what yet. Oh, they're coming in force, man. Uh-huh. They're coming in force. Yeah, they are a big big sponsor this year's yeah. event. And, um, man, I really hope we get some more Conquest signups yeah. because what we have is silly for the number of signups. And, and our mm-hmm. signups aren't horrible. Sure. But the amount of prize support we have for yeah. for the people that are signed up, it's, it's insane. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, I, I, and, and I think that's one of the things that I was really impressed with last year and, and seeing the photos that you're already starting to put up right. of the price support that you've already received. Yeah. Uh, that I think that's one of the things that people are missing out on. Right. I was like, you can come show up, just hang out, play in a game, play in a tournament, don't win, mm-hmm. and still walk away probably with something. There's a good chance. Right, because there's yeah, so very possible. much stuff. Right. There, there's a good chance. And, and like I was talking before, you know, we have a lot of categories that you can win stuff in that has nothing to do with how good you are at the game. Right. You know, if you're putting effort in somewhere and, you yeah. know, and it looks, it's got to look good, you right. know, but absolutely possible. Yeah. And. So, um, so can I ask a question? Yeah. So <laughs> if you guys, with all the companies that are currently being represented at, at the show. Right. If there was a company that you could have sans Games Workshop, because we know that's, that's a tough one. Especially considering things. I'm fighting so hard for that. Right. Still having problems, but okay. What would it be? Yeah, what company would you really like to have represented at the show? That's a really hard question. Because I think all of the game systems that we run outside Games Workshop all sponsor the event. So, you know, the manufacturers have been, for 90% of them, have been great. But are but are there a couple that you're like, man? I wish we could get them. Simon. Simon. I would love. to We've see had Simon in man. the past. We've had Simon. We? Yeah, and they haven't responded the last two years to my well, my messages. Well, they are. Well, now they're responding to you, so <laughs> right. you have the inside track. I do. Yeah. So oh, so, so. Uh, and I'm sure they get a billion requests. 
They do. You know, so they got to really yeah, sure. sift through it all. Right? And, and then right now that they don't have a events coordinator, you know, it, it, it makes it harder. Hard. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so CMON would right. be one. You know, I would, and I know you have an inside connection on this too, is I'd like to see Vallejo. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, I yeah. Mean, we do have some painting I mean, companies, and I don't mean to put them down. Like Monuments, Monuments, great. Monuments, oh, awesome. They're I, amazing. I, I absolutely love their product. Mm-hmm. It, I, they're, they're, they had a really nice booth at. They're, they're quickly becoming my go-to paint if okay. they're not there already. Yep. Um, but I, I would like to see more of of that. So Vallejo style. Army, Army Painter Scale Seventy Five Army Painters. They're a sponsor as well. Okay. And I, I again, I appreciate everyone who's already mm-hmm. there, but. I would like to see even more on that side. Turbo Dork? Uh, Turbo Dork would be cool. Okay. Yeah. What, so what about like Gale Force 9? Uh, Gale with, Force 9 a good... With their Army of Tanks stuff. I don't know if it's a tournament play. I, I, have, I, don't, sure so it's I more, don't know enough about it. It could totally be a tournament, but it's definitely more of a... Beer and pretzels kind of Beer and thing. pretzels in... <clears throat> I mean, somebody could probably do a really cool um, story-driven campaign mm-hmm. oh yeah that could easily be done with world of tanks okay. all right uh, it's a pretty cool game it's very customizable and we do have those we have multiple yep. story-based things uh like you know necromunda well, yeah story-based the horse heresy stuff solves mm-hmm. story-based and that game is at record numbers for this year horse uh horse heresy, horse heresy yeah. because yeah, that, that, makes ju- sense. that just rebooted I mean, right and, it rebooted a lot of right people. <laughs> I, I, it's almost sold out is it? Wow. Yeah, which I mean, filled out thirty two, right? It's not huge numbers, but, but but we can only go so much because all of those tables that for that event are one hundred percent customized. Right. There's not like standard terrain; it's all thematic. Oh wow! So you can only you can only go as many people as what mm. the tos have time to right. to build, right? The reason I ask like for Gale Force Nine though is because I know that because Gale Force Nine, a lot of people don't may not know this is they're also a battle battlefront. Net. Okay. Right. Which is that's where um, the uh, the tanks game comes from. Okay. That side of the house, and they they're trying to push it more. Oh, really? Right. So that would probably be an easy conversation had. That would huh. be right. Yeah. That would be yeah. easy. Yeah. Right. And then another one I I thought would be a really cool representative there would be uh, Ares Games, uh, Wings, of of, Wings of Glory. Is that uh, a World War II airplane game? It is. Yes, it All is. Right. Yeah, it's really cool. Is it cool? Yeah, right. and they also have uh, Sails of Glory, too, so it's more of a um, ship, sea, ship. Sea, sea pirates kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And then the last company that, like, when I see what you guys are doing that might fit into the this as well that I didn't see there is mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Flinton, what is it? Uh, they make the really nice pirate ships. Um, they're out oh, of Miami. Oak and for, Iron and... Oak and Iron is one of them. They, um, yeah. Wow. Blood, Blood and Plunder. Blood and Plunder Blood. is the game, yeah. So we we had both of those game systems on board last year. And, okay. And neither fired. Okay. Uh, yeah. So for whatever reason, we didn't get in front of the right people or people were interested in other things. As far as players. Players. Yeah, okay. as far as player goes. Right. Now, okay. as far as, you know, a company wanting to support... Sure. I I'll take any company that wants to mm-hmm. wants to support the event. I'm not I'm not picky. Okay, that makes sense. And you know we can always use prizes for charity auctions or firelock games. Firelock games. There right. it is. Yeah, I'll always can you know because we really push you know charity right pretty hard at the event, and the the more things that we have to give away at the charity auction, the better it is for the, for the charities. Yeah, no, absolutely. And speaking of charities, yes. Though this could be in the new section, but I'm going to just talk about it right now. 
is that we are partnering up again this year with Toys for Tots. Oh, nice. Yeah, so Yay. one thing I want to really emphasize to our attendees is bring a toy. Okay. Yes. And it, will that toy get them points on that little thing you talked about? Yes, right? yeah. For my team event, yes, it does. Perfect. Yeah, you get you get points for bringing a toy for Toys for Tots. Absolutely. Very cool. Last so, year, you know, for... so Rick, you were in the running for first place with your baked goods, <laughs> but you didn't bring a toy. I didn't bring a toy. Tot, so I didn't bring not, a toy for you because I brought a toy for Dead out. Zone. <laughs> I brought a toy for Dead Zone because with Dead Zone, you got a free reroll. Okay. You were oh able wow! To bank a free reroll by bringing a toy. For I'm guessing that's tots. important in this game. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you roll a snake eyes and you need an eight. Yeah, I can't do that in my events. Well, your game's they, a little they bit They get different. a little too comp. They get a little too comp. <laughs> and, and I don't like right. selling victories. Sure. Right? You know, you just got to be a good person to bring right. it away. So what's funny about the games that were played there is I have never played a game of Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. I have never played a game of 40K. Okay. I've painted... Lots of models in both. Sure. Uh, but I have played, like, uh, the Underworld stuff, uh-huh. uh, Shade Spire. Right. Yep. Um, I've played Necromunda. Necromunda's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. super fun. Yeah. And I've played uh, Blood Bowl. Oh, very fun. Right. And do you guys do a Blood Bowl tournament? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Nice. Uh, that's, I want to say, eh, I don't know what day it's on. Sure. Friday or Saturday, one or the <laughs> other. And actually, yeah, it had a really good turnout last nice. year. I think they had around 16. Oh, that's pretty Which good. Which for a Blood Bowl event yeah. is strong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, they have a good guy running it. A, okay. A guy that um, his brother owns Acropolis, one of our sponsors. Okay. Yeah. Have you been down there yet? I have down not. Down to Adrian? If, if I haven't been to it, it's because we haven't gone there together. Fair that enough. That is a valid point. <laughs> well, we'll have to get down there sometime. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Tim, the owner. Okay. Super good guy. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think that about does it for Dissecting the GT. Yeah, it's pretty dissected. This <laughs> it point. is very dissected. <laughs> All right. Well, and opened up for potential for next sure, year. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Well, help us pay the bills some more. Yep. Listen to those. What are they got? Ads? Yeah, they're ads. My daughter's great reading job. Yes. Nice. She, she rocks those. <laughs> she does. Yeah. They sound great. All right. We'll be right back. Since 2007, the Army Painter has proudly sponsored wargaming events worldwide. At the end of the day, we are passionate hobbyists at heart. And the heart of the gaming industry beats stronger at tournaments, painting seminars, and conventions. At sponsors, players, and participants, we are privileged to be a part of this community and to be sponsoring the 2022 Michigan GT. It's time for the news, see? Here we are, we got both Ricks in for the news. Tell me, fellas, what's new? That would be on you. On me, on, on, on Rick Talk? On Rick Talk. All right. So I, I was just at Gen Con. Right on. Right. And Did you have a good lot, time? I had a great time. Awesome. And a lot of good stuff came out of there, but the news I have has nothing to do with Gen Con. All right. Just yesterday, okay. the Army Painter. The Army Painter? The Army Painter. Sponsor of Michigan Art GT? Whoa. Woo. They just announced a new product yesterday. Oh, really? I haven't heard this, actually. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, they, uh, well, they announced it a month early because I work with the Army Painter. Yes. And we were prepping to do a big like uh, content creator. I, I, we we're lining up ten content creators mm-hmm. to help with this big, you big know, reveal. push, big reveal next month. They announced it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, awesome. So if you're familiar, they hold, hold are, on. Yep. Let me guess. Shoot it. Now go ahead. Okay. So if <laughs> you're familiar with their game master line of product, 
the, where they had the box with the terrain, how to build terrain, and it gives yep. you all the tools to sure. build terrain out of foam yep. And, yep. and stuff uh, and everything. So they, in their Game Master line, announced yesterday the Adventurer's Pack Paint Kit, which comes with five miniatures that they're now making miniatures. Right on. So it comes with an adventure of uh, five adventurer miniatures of different classes. Plastic? Plastic on sprue. All right, very cool. Uh, they're lock, um, They once you take them off, they're... They lock together. Oh, like push fit? Push fit. Right. Uh-huh. So no, no glue required. Correct. And uh, it's a whole new paint line because they're no longer doing the Dungeons & Dragons official paints with Gale Force 9. Oh. Right? So they're trying to continue to... Kind of rebrand towards the, the a similar thing, but not, right. with, not with the official license. Correct. All right. Right. Uh, so they announced that yesterday, uh, which is, again, super exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Uh, and hopefully a lot of people will see it and be like, "Hey, let's go do that." So that's that's my big. So are they coming with? Are they full size bottles of paint, or are they kind of like a sampler? They're not samplers. They are they're full a full bottle. Correct. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So yeah, and how many colors are you getting? In there? I do not know off the top of my head right. that piece. Very fair. Right. Uh, any? Uh... How do you not know that? Uh, because I didn't like do a deep dive into it oh. because I haven't got my copy of it yeah, yet. That's to fair. Do my oh, okay. Um. Granted, I have the miniatures on sprue. <laughs> and did they give you like an? And I, I've seen that too. I was, yeah. I was gonna burst your bubble, but I thought yeah. it'd be nice. Um, <laughs> did they give you any idea in the price point? Uh, it's supposed to be under fifty dollars. Right. So forty nine ninety nine. Correct. <laughs> um, so which makes it for five miniatures yeah. and paints uh, ten. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten bucks a miniature plus paint. That's yeah. that's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's a good deal. I right agree. on. Um, in other news, 3D printing news. Oh, dun dun dun! As you, I'm sure, have looked at, but I've probably forgotten already. Um, printable scenery has done has started a new Kickstarter. Yes, and they it have. is uh, a Kickstarter based. Uh, it's actually the first historical style one they've done in a while. Okay, and it's based off of um, Norman castles. So it's it's very historical looking uh, castles and buildings like what you would have seen you know probably fifteenth century England. Awesome, nice. and it looks very cool, and I'm I'm actually very excited to get some printed out. Right on, uh, would fit really well in with a conquest or even well, obviously Age of Sigmar would work well, well too. Yeah. But you know more for you know yeah I think it would, it would work really well with conquest, a game that's not. Uh, Super, you know, weird terrain focused. You know, that game is a much more more simple terrain. Yeah. And I think this would fit very well with that. And I also, for whatever reason, and I'm probably completely wrong on this, but I am completely wrong. But I'm, <laughs> I don't really view Conquest as a super high fantasy game. I view it as more low fantasy. And I know I'm completely wrong because you get all the crazy races in there and you get still tons of magic and it. So what classifies it as? Well, high fantasy is like lots of magic. Low fantasy, like Game of Thrones, is low fantasy. Sure, because why there is magic, it's not focused. It's not super high. No, that makes sense. High in magic. No, I where completely get what you're talking about. And to an extent, even Lord of the Rings is low fantasy. Okay, where Dragonlance or traditional D and D would be Mm -hmm. high fantasy because there's just magic spells flinging all over the place. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and and like I said, I know I'm wrong because you have but werewolves you, and, and. But if you look, if you look at how conquest is advertised, right? The, no, those buildings are perfect for it. Sure, they really are, especially yeah, are. with uh, Old Dominion. Right, like everything that they put out from pictures and everything, it's like yeah, those are yeah, exactly. It really feels what like you, it would fit, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm excited to print that stuff out. Right I, on. I backed it, of course, because I of backed course. all of their Kickstarters because yes, they do. make a great product. Yes, they really you do. Know, they really do. Uh, they're fantastic designers. You checking it out, Rick? No, I actually looked up the information that you asked about the Army Painter uh, character. Oh, yes. Thing. The Game Master's character paint set. It comes with five free Snap Fit miniatures, 19, time, 19 12 milliliter war paints. Which I think might be the half. That is small. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, but still, nineteen. 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 That's that's twenty colors. That's... And, it, and it looks like uh, two metallics and two shades are part of that nineteen. Badass. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a good value. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, they have like the standard, however, twenty-six milliliter is their standard yep. size bottle. Those things last a really long, long time. Long time. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, it comes with a, a paint set for every role-playing adventure or, or whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, and a starter brush. All right. So hey, that, right on for forty nine ninety nine. That's a badass Christmas gift. Yeah, that's for, a perfect Christmas for, gift for your nephew or whatever yep. who's you know showing some interest in gaming. I mean yep. that that is a perfect gift for a oh, young yeah. a young war gamer yeah. or a young gamer. Yeah, you know who right might on. have interest in yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, other news, uh, they. The uh, GW uh, Lumineth Realm Lord box mm-hmm. versus Zinch box has been announced. That's dropping next week, so that's cool. And the better part of that news is means new army books are following probably the week after. Yep. Uh, if, if they <laughs> if they stick with their you know, their traditional pattern, so they that probably means will. that both of those books will be out and legal for the the GT. Ooh. Yeah, they they should make the cutoff date of September fifteenth. Right on. Or, I think it's September eighteenth actually. Well, uh, th- that Saturday. Perfect. Is our cutoff date. Nice. So, yeah. Any other news? Ricky. Good I, Rick. I, good good Rick's got nothing. Oh, no. That's pathetic. Yeah, mm. I got nothing for you. All news. right. So, all right. Well, that's a short segment, but yep. full of interesting things. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang on, and we'll come right back, and we'll talk some hobby. Mm-hmm. We're the competitive hotspot of northern Michigan. Come enjoy good games with good food and better players at Sunken City. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, Rick. You know what time it is? I do. What? It's hobby time. Rick, do you know what hobby time is? I mean, I know what. It's hobby time. Doing hobby, hobby, time. hobby time. You guys are making hobby me uncomfortable. It's hobby time. It's hobby time. <laughs> I mean, you guys are over here doing a little yeah. your, your ASMR voices. That's right. Talking oh, about yeah. hobby time. It's hobby time. Hobby time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Special effects in the house. All right. So, uh, Rick Talk, this is the segment where we talk about what we're working on. Okay. And uh, what we do every week is we set a goal <laughs> for what we're going to accomplish between this episode and next episode. For As far as hobby. Hobby. Yeah. Right. Uh, we'll also, uh, if you've played in a game worth talking about, yep. we'll okay. talk about that too. Because gaming is, you know, playing games is part of our hobby. Like all of it sure. is. Yeah, so, it is. It is. And before we jump into like what you've done, what I've done, mm-hmm. what Rick's done, all three of us went for a road trip. We did. That's part of our hobby. That's completely yeah. part of the hobby. Absolutely. I would agree. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, last Friday. Yep. Um, I was fortunate enough to have the day off work. and So was I. Yeah. And Rick, since you're self-employed, can I? I can make that every day. Yeah, you can choose to have a day off work. And yeah. uh, we took a road trip out west yep. to the western side of the state, uh, specifically the Grand Rapids area. Well, Wyoming. Well, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Wyoming. There's a lot of Wyoming. I said area. I said area. And, uh, yeah, we hit up. Uh, what about five? Six. 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 It was six. Six, six total. Six game stores uh, in the area. And uh, what do we think? Where, where did we go first? Let's start with that. Uh, out of the box 
Yes, yeah, out, of the box, out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box games was first. It was a, a I'd call it a quaint, a nice quaint store. Uh, seemed on the south side. Yep. Of the area. It, it was a fun store, but it, it was. was definitely more towards board games and slash kids toys. games, right. toys, puzzles, that right. kind of thing. And, yeah, I would say they had a lot of um, like the style toys you don't find at Target or Walmart. Correct. Right. They're they're more of the higher a higher end toy shop. Uh, a lot of like very bo- boutique. Bo- that's a great word. Thank you. Yeah, very boutique toy shop. Yeah. And yep. then they had a, a a very good selection of board games in the back. Yeah, and not so much in the realm of any kind of miniature war game or something right. like that. The, I, the, I, I their army painter selection was like a box and a yeah. couple paintbrushes. <laughs> Pretty sad. Yeah. yeah, and that was about all they had yeah. for paint. Um, even their role playing game selection was could very do some small, work. It, it was sparse. But their board, I will I will admit that what you're saying about their board game selection was. Yeah, pretty good. It was strong. Yep. You know, especially for a store that seemed to focus on boutique toys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so as far as a wargaming store, I wouldn't give it the best of ratings. Actually, probably pretty low. Yeah, a one. Yeah. yeah. It really wasn't what we were looking for. But no, I'm, not I'm at glad all. we stopped by and saw what they had to offer. I, I do I did too because I know the owner of the building that that store is in. Yeah, I had a wonderful conversation with oh, him. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, and that's all we need to say. Hope about it was that. entertaining. It was very nice. Okay, yeah. very cool. So from there we left and we headed up to Galactic Toys. Yep. Yeah. So Galactic Toys. Let's talk about that stop. I like Gundam. I do too. And <laughs> well, then it was I a, mean, shop it was for a you. great shop yeah. for that for right. Gundam. Right. right. I mean, an entire wall of sure. Gunpla. No. I have been going there infrequently for yeah. ye- for years. Uh, they used to have a pretty strong wargaming selection. They carried a lot of Warhammer stuff as yeah. well as a couple other game systems. Not that I played those, but they had them. Sure. Uh, Star Wars Legion being one of them. Yeah. Um, can't remember the other things they had, but they had a decent selection of things. Yeah. And they regularly held uh, Warhammer, Warhammer tournaments <laughs> and stuff like that. So I was expecting that when we walked in. Sure. But no. no, it was all gone. Yeah, th- they did have some other pretty decent offerings again in the board game space, sure, and in yeah. like like Dungeons and Dragons because that's such super popular. Right. They had a lot of whiz yeah. kids miniatures. Yep. yep, yep. Um, and magic, lots of magic, which yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like if you were into magic, it seemed like it would be a, yeah. a quite a good shop. And didn't hurt that there's a pro player that works. Right. There. Yeah, they had right. a pro player there. Uh, the other things I thought were really nice about it, it was uh, very well organized. Oh yes, very nice. Uh, extremely clean, clean, nice. Yeah. Um, Mom would have no problem dropping her 13-year-old son off to hang out there for the day. I agree. Or daughter. Or, or daughter. Yeah. Child. Sure, child. Sure. That was sure. Yep. Um, so from that aspect, I had a lot going for it. Agreed. It seemed like it was well lit. You can easily yeah. you know, find things that were on the shelf. It's just they didn't have the things on the shelf that we were looking for. Exactly. Correct. So, But for next year, mm-hmm. I think it might be a, a store that might facilitate some space time for what the growth of the con might maybe might maybe right yeah it would depend on the personality of, of the owner too well i also because I, mean, I i know that you've also mentioned that the potential of maybe having a magic tournament potentially at, 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 right sure. well there's some logistics that need to be agreed through, right agreed and having a pro player there that yeah i mean he was literally like throwing his offer his off right, right. Offers oh yeah out there. yeah he had, oh, he had yeah. some interesting had stuff to talk about right so right um uh-huh. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future, right. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if we could facilitate the space at the Lansing Center. Uh, With as, the numbers he was throwing out there. Right. 
Right. Which I don't think would be something that Realistic we would get. Realistic year one anyway? No. Yeah, probably not. No. Sure. <laughs> right. Everyone likes to talk big. Agreed. Right. Yeah. And then when it actually comes time to happen, yeah, yeah you got to be realistic about yeah. it. Yeah. So from there, we went up for lunch. For house rules. <laughs> so we went up to house rules. Right. Which we were we were planning to go there for lunch. Right. We, and then we as found, we were standing there, it was like, oh, wait. Yeah, this, this is, is this is just a bar. This is a bar now, with games. Not just a bar. It was a cool bar. Well, yeah. Yeah, but we were hoping that they would have a menu. And, yeah. And they didn't. But right. he was adding. He's adding a menu. Which is awesome. Right. right. He's expanding. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. it was a cool place. I agree. I, I had a really neat vibe. And of the places, that was one of my favorites. I agree. Uh, yeah, um, one of mine as well. Yeah. His interaction with us, the layout. Right. Yeah, um, it had absolutely nothing that we were actually looking for. <laughs> but it had, a cool, it had a cool vibe. Oh, yes. absolutely. If, if, if you're into board games, card games, or anything that is not wargaming, right. that might be a place for you to go and enjoy a some beers. Mm-hmm. And they had their craft beer selection in the coolers was as great. you walk was, in. Yeah. Amazing. was crazy. Right. Yeah. I can't remember how many he said he had on tap. It wasn't a few. It, it was, wasn't. It was, it was a lot. No, there was, was a lot of large. handles yes, up there. Yeah. Was, there was. Um, but as, as far as like uh, retail to buy games and stuff, they had a very. I mean, it, it was, was sparse. Very they sparse. Had a couple things. And their library was okay. It was okay. But for what it is, I think it's brilliant. The, right. I, and I like all you know dark woods and yes. all the tables yep. are dark woods. Yeah, and the whole had, setup looked yeah. had a, a really cool aesthetic. I agree. Yeah, uh, definitely a place that I would go back to uh, yep. to right. hang to hang out. Yeah, like if you're right. going there for. A convention in that area, sure. And you're looking for something to do in the after hours right. if the convention doesn't provide something for you. That's, that's where spot. I would go. Yep. Right. Or heck, if you meet somebody out in town, yep. You know, say hey, let's go out for a beer. That'd be a great place to go. Okay. Right. You know, like I said, it's just it felt cool. Yeah. It, it really did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Yeah, they did a good job yeah. there. And with them adding food and stuff like yeah. that down the road, you know, that yeah. destination yeah. Pump, pump another level. Yeah. So after that, I think. Didn't, that we went Wharf? to Gamers Wharf. Gamers Wharf, yep. Right. Went to Gamers Wharf. Um, of the <clears> stores <throat> that we went to, that had the largest Warhammer selection. I thought it had the best war gaming selection. Well, yeah. Top to bottom. Across the board, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I would I would go there to shop. Yes. You know, I, I thought it was, I thought he had a really good selection of things. Again, great magic. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Great yeah. magic and good as far as tabletop was concerned. And yeah. quite a number of board games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the far that, left wall yeah. and some in the middle. Yeah. yeah he, but the rest of it is all war games. Right. Yeah. He had, he was... had a, a good inventory. Yeah. Right. And when you're heading to a shop to look for something, you you want a place with a good inventory because yeah. you want a decent chance of walking away with something that you're yeah. actually interested in. One of the things I was really impressed with when we, I mean, right when you walk in the door, his paint racks are right there. Boom, yes, boom, right, boom, right in front boom. of your yeah. face. And it was, yeah. I was like, oh, that is beautiful. Well, <laughs> that's where it should be. I agree. I mean, a ton of people. It literally if, tells you what that store is about. Right. And even yep. if you're, odds are, even if you're not coming in to buy paint, you see that and you're like, oh yeah, I wanted to get that color. Or, or something. Oh, absolutely. So he's picking or up. Or these speed baits came out. I right, want to finally right. check them out. He's yeah. picking up a lot of extra sales by placing yeah. them where they yeah, are. I agree. It's good strategy. For I sure. agree. Uh, I also thought his play area was very cool. Yeah. He had a really nice aesthetic, kind of a Bavarian. Oh, for the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like a medieval room, Bavarian yeah. area yeah, that was uh, cool. in the back. Just yeah. the aesthetic of it was, All was of really it, neat. Yeah. And lest we forget, 
it is literally connected to a pizza place. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you're going to go there, because their gaming area wasn't big at all. No. It had, what, two... Two, 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 war, two war hammer tables. And then a couple folder folding couple, tables. A couple folders, yeah. and, and then there was a separate role-playing room. Right, which yep. that room was amazing. Yeah. And I, I'm betting, like, when they do, like, magic tournaments, the majority of the play is played in the pizza place. I wouldn't shock It wouldn't shock me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which sense. would be great. Yeah. And again, gaming and food just go together. Absolutely. So, you know, I, again, and, lots yeah, of and good strategy. He owns both. You right. Know, yeah, it's tied. Good strategy. Yeah, they're very tied. Yeah. So, from there, we head over to... Oh, an odd mall slash strip mall. <laughs> Correct. And we ended up a good at way to put it. Far Harbor Gaming. Yes. Which is, uh, I think, the newest store in the area. Yeah. I would agree. Yep. And uh, run by a, a guy I know, Jesse. Mm-hmm. He actually used to be an employee over at Galactic. Okay. Uh, that's where I first met him. He used to run a lot of their their uh, GW events at Galactic. All right. Really um, nice guy. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're just getting off the ground. Yeah. They're they're very young in their in their entrepreneurial uh, yes. adventure. Yes. And uh, you know, and he has limited inventory at this point, but he's working on it, and and that's slowly growing. Yeah. Yep. And I have critiques. Yeah. And I I think one of the things that is going to that he really him and his business partner need to focus on is marketing. And, and product diversity. Agree. All right. Um, you had mentioned off air that, you know, it surprises you whenever a game store doesn't sell magic. Right. Even even secondary just magic. Packs. Just sealed packs. Or sealed packs. Right. Well, yep. the, the, the profit margin on sealed packs is minimal. I know. I know. Secondary magic, if you can get your hands on it, is much better. Right. And I think that even if they aren't doing tournaments, if it becomes a destination point where, hey, if these other stores don't have it, maybe they might have it. Right. Yeah. Right. And that yeah. could help supplement the growth of what they really want to do. 100%. Right? 100%. Um, and that's just one product diversity point I would put out. But they need to be really on their marketing game because of their location. Right. It is a difficult location one to find. It is. Because there's no, <laughs> there's no signage outside. Right. No signage. There's no street view at all. Correct. They're right. actually inside of this mini mall that doesn't look like a mall. Right. No, it, was, it, it looked like, like a I strip mall. It looks yeah, like a strip mall. When I first got, when right. I first went there, I didn't realize there was an interior. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and that is a big issue. And I think, right. and like I, I can see from a local's point of view, where yeah, they know it's there because that also happened to be where a post office was, right? And the Secretary of State was in there as right. well. Yeah. Which, sure, for your locals, but when you're a game store, right, you need to be looking at other players, right? And, and so kind of the sad fact behind that is I have a strong feeling that the street that that's on yeah. actually gets great traffic. Agreed. Oh, probably. You know, there's a shit ton yeah, of that's cars. Yeah, that's definitely a main oh, thoroughfare. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a main thoroughfare. And yes. for them to not have a big sign out yeah. in front of that thing that says games, right. it, it shouldn't even say Far Harbor. It should just say games. games. Yep, I agree. In as big letters as you can fit on that sign. Yeah. Even, if it's yeah. a, even if it's just one of those flags that you can you, put out games here. And then, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, just to get people yeah. the drawing going, drawing their attention to know to come in and, yeah. and find them. Agreed. But growing pains, hopefully he they figure it out. Hopefully they right. do. Yeah. All right. Hopefully yeah. they do. They, I mean when I when I when I was talking to him, you know, for them their marketing efforts have to be targeting their local community. Uh, you know, the street traffic, the walk traffic is gonna help them, sure. If they put some some signage or a flag out. But the local wargaming community and the and tabletop they got to know because when you look at the space, 
that he has, mm-hmm. that's a, that has the potential to be a really good store. It does. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's, when you he's first got walk, two you, storefronts. He's, he's you, got a yeah. double space. Yeah. So when you walk in and you see the the racks and shelving on the right, uh-huh. you know, again, sparse, but it still has some good stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. The a couple of tables he had out there, right? But and when we were there, we were like, you know, oh, this is kind of small and and stuff. But then he's like, oh, and I got the other side. And you walked over and you went, oh. Yeah, it I mean, was I saw it on your face. Moment. Mm-hmm. I saw it on your face. You were like, like, "Oh, okay." He's got a lot more room than I thought. Right, right. and if that other space is going to be totally dedicated to the tabletop, wargaming, and whatever, he, he, and the, with the color scheme and the artistry that his wife is putting right. up there, the it, artistry it, is amazing. It's great. Yeah. So it's going to be a visually stimulating space. Right. Yep. And all they got to do is let people know they're there. Right. And yeah. and that's and that's the challenge. Right. Right. And I'm I'm hoping. For him, that yeah. you know, I'm hoping that his his choice of location didn't put him behind the eight ball right. immediately. Right. Yeah. I feel like once they once the community realizes that he's there proper, right? There, there is it won't be an issue because one of the biggest issues at a lot of stores, like the first store we went to, out of the box parking, right? They None. Had, yeah, they had None. very little right. parking, <laughs> four spots, or right? Something. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. Right, and that's no fault to the bit to the to the store. It's just mm-hmm. a, a, um, that's the building it's choice there, right? Yep. They don't have that problem. No, they don't. Uh, no. And uh, there were some food options yep. in the strip mall and inside. I think there was like one or two food options inside. So yep. that's a big win too. Right. Yep. So once the community realizes it's a safe, fun place to come play their games and the product availability increases, right. it's going to be a good store. They just got to get in front gotta, of it. He's got to get there. Yeah, that's absolutely. The, that's going to be the challenge. Agreed. Yeah, yep. For sure. We wish them the best. We do wish them the yeah. best. Jesse's a great guy. You know, if you're in the area, I, yeah. I highly recommend going to a store. He's, yeah. he's a good dude, and, you know, he runs good events. Yeah. And, yeah. Quality. Well, he's running events for the GT, right? He is. He's helping to run the, the 40K team team event. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So after that, <laughs> did we go head up to Excelsior after that? I think it was. I think it was Excelsior. Yeah, it was that, Excelsior. No, that was our final stop. Because it was, yeah. because it was that. Further out than the other stores because it right. was kind of sort of coming yeah, back. Yeah, because it, it was in Greenville. It wasn't in, right. in the Grand Rapids area. Yeah. Um, the, was, and though it was still probably considered Grand Rapids area, it was much more on the perimeter. Yeah. Right. It was a good 20, 25 miles outside Grand Rapids. Yep. Well, it, And it was cool. It was cool because we weren't expecting it, but we had a little bit of a fallout. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say it was pretty cool. We we made a little bit of a turnaround detour because we, yep. we saw something. Uh, the Rosie's Diner that was yeah. no longer in business, but right. was featured on Driver uh, uh, Dives Drive-ins. Triple oh, really? Triple D's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Long time ago. Oh, yeah. It had me early. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So it was shut down. Yeah. Very much a, a cool '50s style retro diner. Beautiful. Right. Like an air streamer that that yes. aluminum. Yep. Uh, yep. What was it? The Kingsman, the second Kingsman. Yeah, the second Kingsman. The, the diner that was yes. up on that like the yep. villains place. It yes. looked like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it was. It was super cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, and it was like super overgrown with weeds. Yeah. And this kind of thing. <laughs> And so we were, we were driving by, and we're like, oh, that looks like it came right out of Fallout. Yeah, it yep. really did. <laughs> right. I was so, looking for Nuka-Cola signs, yes, right? exactly. Yeah, so we had to make a small detour, get some pictures. Yep. And I thought the signs that were on it were for sale signs with, like, information, but no. It was no. just a no trespassing. A no bunch trespassing. of no trespassing yeah, signs. because everyone else thinks it looks really cool, too. Because <laughs> it did. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, could, that would be a cool 
game cafe yeah. space, oh, man, space, right? Right, you gotta fix all the holes in the roof. But sure, yeah. yeah, it needs a lot of love. Yes. Right. <laughs> Sadly. But, and it's not in a good location as far as, no, like... No, there's no one that lives there right, immediately. Yeah, yeah it's, no. From the aesthetic, yes. Yeah. From all the other approaches, no. Yeah, if you could actually buy property in a, like in Lansing mm-hmm. and then move import all import of that, that yeah. here, yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be pretty cool. Be cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'd be it'd be really cool. Mm. So uh, then we quickly left there after we almost get run over by a construction <laughs> truck, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we ended up in Greenville, yep. small town, uh, a little bit north and east of Grand Rapids, and what did they say about? 7,000 people there? 9,000. 9,000. 9, 9, okay. Yeah. And uh, we hit up Excel Games, which I thought that was a cool little small town game store. I agree. It's actually, when you think about game stores, it is pretty decent sized for the population density uh, that it's located. Yeah. Right. Because that's very close to the same size as the town I live in. Yeah. And we wouldn't have something like that here. If you had something here, it would be very, I'm going to use the word again, very boutique. It would be. Right. It'd have to be. Yeah. And we, and you couldn't just be selling games either. No. You'd have no. to be like our local bookstore, coffee shop slash bookstore. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and they make easily half their money off the coffee shop. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things I liked about it, it was also a comic book store. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, so they're, they have their uh, product diversity was really good. Right. It's obviously a, a magic destination for not just Greenville area, they mentioned that they do get some of the smaller communities that are around that are like, they don't want to drive all the way into Grand Rapids, right yeah. but they'll come there. They'll go 10 miles to, yeah. to Greenville yeah. instead of 25, 30 miles to Grand Rapids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that th- you could tell that because like every banner, everything that was up on the walls was all magic related. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was brilliant. That's cool. Yeah. And I will admit, I don't remember the young man's name that was working there. That was very engaging. He was very knowledgeable, and I think he's if if given the right direction, mm-hmm. he could be a force in the in the industry. I agree. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a cool guy. Yep. Yeah, and knowledgeable. Asked a lot of questions too. He did. Yeah, he was. Yeah, which is that's a good sign. Absolutely for, for, a, for a person, right? Yeah. 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 Ab- yeah. yeah. Completely agree. Yeah, it was a good store. I would, I would be thrilled if I lived in Greenville to have something like that yeah. in, oh, in yeah. my town. Yeah. You know, if I had something like that here in Mason, that would be awesome. Yeah, and um, probably wouldn't have the space in my house. You know, <laughs> right. I'd, I'd be playing my games there. Right. Yeah. So when you open in a store here in Mason? Um, after I retire. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it'd be a couple, couple years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the end of those adventures, and we mm-hmm. headed headed back, and uh, so now we've done a trip. To the Detroit area, and we've done a trip to the Grand Rapids area, the yes. two greater metro areas in the state of Michigan. Yep. yep. Um, I would say that the Detroit metro area kicks the crap out of the Grand Rapids area as far as the quality of game stores. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. Not, <laughs> and, 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 and it's not close. It, it is not no. close. Not, no. Not, no. Not, no. no. And I think even saying it's not close, it's an understatement. Right, and that and that is not to take anything away from the stores that do exist over on that side, right. on the west side. Right, but the what they're doing on the on the Detroit side basically right. is really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's a few stores down there that just get it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and yeah, they're they're definitely a level above. And, and I'm looking forward to if this is going to be an ongoing thing between uh-huh. you know, like if there's something in September. Before the GT, which yeah. might be a little too late. Well, it might be hard with right. my time but, off. But, yeah. right, but I would say yeah. like the Flint, Saginaw, Bay City area would mm. be really good to hit. That would be interesting. And maybe Jackson in that down around that area. Is there anything down there? 
There, are, there is. Oh. Um, the, as far as like stores uh, in Jackson, it, again, this might. It's not so much a war gaming store, but again, it's a game store slash pizza joint called Slice and Dice. Oh. But it might be worth to go down there and put some flyers up. Absolutely, it would be. Right? Yeah, Even I if mean, we just went I down wanna, there for lunch. I want to go to Jackson just because of the name. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so n- not the crap on the town. Sure. But I've never been to Jackson, so. Jackson is a city that doesn't have an identity. Jackson is, isn't Jackson where the prison is? It is. So that's their identity. That's the, yeah. They built, they, that city was built it's around a, a prison. State prison. Huh. It, All right. It's, it's built around a state prison. Uh, there, I mean, there is a little bit of industry down there, but, you know, like Lansing, we built cars here. You know, this yep. is the home of Oldsmobile, right? right. Uh, this is where Oldsmobile started. You know, so, the, you yeah. know, there's a purpose behind the city, right? Yeah, sure. Not so much in Jackson. You know, and huh. it, it's just, and and you feel that when you're there. Yeah. You're right. It, it just does, it's just like, oh. Right. Oh. Interesting. Oh. And, and I can I can see that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting because, um, moving back to Michigan after 30 years, seeing the things that have changed and the things that haven't right. is very, very telling. Like, and I think you're the one that has mentioned it too, is like in the seventies, Columbus, Ohio, yes. Indianapolis and Lansing were all the same size. Right. And then if you look at them now, right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. different. The leadership of Lansing could have made some different decisions. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They hung their hat on, on obviously General Motors right. and government. Yeah. You know, where those other two cities, Commerce. They, they diversified. Yeah, right. absolutely. And I, 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 I feel that Grand Rapids took that I agree. page out of the book. I agree. Because I, I believe Grand Rapids was also the same size as Lansing in right. 1970. Yeah. So, yeah. It, and you can, you can definitely see it because when we were there. Or when I say the same size, close enough. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's obviously bigger. And now and looks not beautiful. Even, not even close. Right. I mean, Grand Rapids, the greater Grand Rapids area has over a million people. Wow. Yeah. And, okay. And <laughs> Lansing were at like around 300. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it's substantially larger. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. All right. That, hobby. Right. <laughs> hobby. Hobby. Yeah. Right. Well, so hobby. 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 So we had a short week for we did. the two of us. Yeah, it, was, it was one week. <laughs> yes. Rick, what did you promise to get done? So I promised to get a unit of five models for a firefight and a character. Okay. I got 85%. That's not bad. Um, I got the unit done. But not um, the character? Not the character because I was going with your idea and I'm trying to find a head oh. um, to do the Cobra Commander <laughs> look on this orc. Oh, yeah, orc. you should yeah. do that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool as hell. So I didn't finish him at all. I'm all like, right. no, that's I need fair. to find this No, head. no, that's the right decision. Yeah. What game is this for? Uh, this one's for Firefight by Mantic Games. It'll be at the GT. Yeah, he's doing a uh, Cobra-themed paint job. All right. I yep. told him his, his character needs to have... So oh, a silver face, oh, yeah. you know, and, and be Cobra Commander. That'd be super cool. Right. And a whole bunch of orc I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Right? Do it, nice. do it right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's what I got done. All right. Well, uh, my commitment was to finish my uh, commission. Yep. Gobsprack is the technical name of the model. So it's a, a giant vulture. With a orc riding it, and it looks badass. It looks really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, Your water effects look amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm hoping the, that the guy that is paying me to do it agrees, which I think he will. I think he'll be happy with it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, it, it it took me a solid week to get yeah. it done. I was working on it 
practically every day. I might have missed. Well, one you said day. today you were working on it last night, like I, into the late hours. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was, I was working on it until one o'clock. Wow. I, yeah. It looks it looks amazing. At, when we came in to the house earlier and it was downstairs, and you were uh, Rick Good Rick was putting it up under the light under the stove. Uh, it it pops. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and I don't even play that game. Yeah. Well, it's uh, the the. Yeah, so I hope he likes it. You know, I I, I think he will. It's not too much <laughs> yeah. of a question. Uh, I tried out some of the new contrast paints okay. on it. Um, so Rick Talk, you don't know this, but often when I start a new project, I try to in, I always try to incorporate something I've never used before or tried okay. before. Uh, so in this instance, the new contrast paints had just come out. Right. So I used some of those on there. I also use some of the new washes too, because mm-hmm. I, I got I got the full set of both. Okay. When they released. And what are your thoughts on those? Um, the colors I've used so far of both, I've liked okay. quite a bit. Uh, I've always really liked GW washes. Right. Their washes have traditionally been great. Um, their paints are great, too. I just don't like the delivery method. I don't love their paint pots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've but, spilled a lot of GW paint because of those pots. Do you have one of the, the pot holders? No. Get one. Yeah. I'll, I'll hook you up. All right. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the, the contrast... Uh, they're great. Yeah, you, I agree. You know, you've used them, yeah. uh, whether it's the Army Builder Speed Painter or the GW Contrast version, or Scale Seventy Five has yeah. a version. The whole concept's awesome. Yep, they're a great tool in your toolbox. They are a great tool in the toolbox. They're not the only tool, nor they, should they be. They should not be right. Um, but you know, and the cool thing about them is you can use them a lot of different ways, especially yeah. if you're in oh, airbrushing. Yeah. Yep. Because they work completely different out of the airbrush than they work. Really? Oh, very, very different. See that. That's, We've talked about this too. Is like I have an airbrush. Mm-hmm. I've never used it for painting miniatures. Right, that needs to change. Right. Um, I actually the one I have I've never used it at all. So okay. it'd be fun to. How, how big is the needle size? Do you know? Blink, blink. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's fine. You, you don't need to know, especially yeah. if you've never used it. Yeah, I, I bought it. It may not even be the right tool for the probably job. Like four years ago. Okay. Was so. is it for miniature painting? It was seventy five dollars on Amazon. Okay, it's probably not the best. Probably not. Yeah. It's not enough. like an Awada or a Grex or. Okay. Uh, what's the other big one? Uh, well, I use Harder and Steenbeck. Okay. Um, you have Badger. ba- Badgers. Badgers. Yeah, Badgers. Yeah, Badgers the other, the other yeah. big name, right? Um, speaking of Harder and Steenbeck, I ended up. Yes. Did you? In, bu- I did. Okay. I, so uh, last episode, uh, Kat from CK Studios came on, and she's uh, working with Harder and Steenbeck, and they're doing a uh, charity to help uh, victims of the Ukraine, the thing in the Ukraine. Right. Specifically, and, children. Right. Okay. And there's a. A Ukrainian artist that also is involved with Harder and Steenbeck, and she uh, came up with some uh, artistic designs, and they put that on the airbrush. Oh, very cool! Uh, on the outside of the brush, and they're selling airbrushes, and all of the proceeds are going towards. Oh, that's um, brilliant! Stuff in the yep. Ukraine, and the organization that they're working with, they're allowed to dictate where their dollars are going wow so they're going all right well we're going to give all of our money to this specific children's hospital in in kiev is that's where all the money is going okay which is super cool in my opinion um so yeah so i ordered an an airbrush for this and it was literally the same price as what that model normally costs okay they they didn't tack any extra money onto it that's great being a charity thing Mm -hmm. which really surprised me yeah, especially all the work that they went into that. Right. And the other cool thing is is that the dollar is really strong against the euro right now, so that's even better. I mean, right. I think it's a $1.03 per euro. 
Oh, and okay. it, I've never seen it that close. Yeah, to mm-hmm. a one to one. So wow. bonus, bonus. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I got it even cheaper than I than I would have a year ago or whatever. Yep. You know, and so I'm excited for that to, to come in. Right on. And uh, I'm a big fan of their their brushes. Nice. Uh, it's a German engineering at its finest, Rick. <laughs> All right. It's a very cool stuff. All right. Uh, just. It feels great in the hand, and uh, the mechanics of how it comes apart and stuff for mm. cleaning. Okay, uh, top notch. All right. Well, yeah. One we should one of the nights down at the studio, yeah. we should set up our airbrushes. Absolutely. And, I can. I, can I got to finish that Cthulhu. All right. Well, <laughs> that Cthulhu is perfect for an airbrush. Airbrush is a great way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, Rick, have you been working on anything? I have. Oh, I've what? been working on uh, so a board game company called uh, First First Games. They're going by that. It, it's the number one first, and then f- first spelt out games. Uh, they are the publishers of the Boys board game, based oh, on the, based yeah. on the TV show on Amazon. Right on. So, are they based on the TV show, or are they based on the comics? So the or they kind of do it's it's based a little bit of both. Okay, but they're using pictures from the show and stuff. Nope, it's all from the comics. Oh, it's all from the comics in the board game. Yeah, they use the easy art. Right on. Oh yeah, makes sense. And the comics were actually made by Dynamite uh, yep. Publishing. Um, but they made a board game that has miniatures, so you can do all the different ones. But they also have a bust of Homelander. And so I'm working on the Homelander bust. Right, I saw that at yeah. your place. It's pretty cool. Right on. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's a cool model. And it's the first time I've ever done I've, I've ever personally done a bust. I've never painted a bust myself. Yeah. It's always something that's nope. looked appealing, yeah. like interesting. Uh, it would be a great thing to paint for a painting competition. Yeah, that's, what, sure that's what most of the ones you see are for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen some interesting, like, um, a lot of the arch villain games, um, yep. Patreon stuff. Oh, yeah. They, they usually have a, a bust in, yep. in their releases, which is kind of cool. Right. But so, so, so that's what, what do you think? At. What do you think of the bust? Is it? So I think as far as like the sculpt of it and everything, it's yeah. great. It look it looks like the comic book version of Homelander. Right on. And, uh, you know, where on the TV show, uh, he doesn't have the big like shoulder baldric mm-hmm. of the eagle. It's a much smaller one, right. but the bust has the big one, nice. and, I'm, and I think that looks really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, th- what I'm finding challenging is a difference between a character miniature of any size uh-huh. or a creature miniature right. compared to a bust. Is a bust you're you're blending? You better be good. Better be good. Right. Right. And that's why I wanted to paint this because I've never really, really done a. Um, good blending it's not project. A, that's not a three foot away type model. No, right? it is not. Yeah. All right. Cause people are going to pick this up. They're going to look at it. <laughs> Absolutely. So it has to look good. And right. I, like, I'm even doing some different techniques for like the face and is how the, um, the layering to get the right flesh tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's a challenge and I'm really enjoying that challenge. That's cool. Yeah. Well, good that you are. Yeah. yeah. And I'm at a thing I've never done before is I'm looking up tutorials on YouTube or the things I really need to know better for some blending, yeah. right? Blending skin tone, normally that size, right? Normally, I would have some, maybe someone like you sitting next to me, or mm-hmm. Dave, Dave, sure. and I'd be like, "So, how would you do this?" Right? Oh yeah, cool. And then I wouldn't oh, do like, that thing. Oh, I get my, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really what it is. I get my airbrush out, right? That's right. <laughs> what I'm gonna say, right? Because that's a big enough model where I could do seventy percent of, yeah. of it on my airbrush. Absolutely, right? Yeah, you know, that that's. A perfect example of what the airbrush is all about right, right? it's you know like looking at, at the condor like those feathers that's mm-hmm. all that's well not all but 80 percent, 90 percent. no and it, it looks amazing uh, thank uh, you. Th- that's one so for me we're looking at the condor right uh besides the 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 water effect that you put on there which 
I I've never done something like that either. Right. I have all the Vallejo effects. Uh huh. So we should play with those one night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when I was I, I looked at the wings and the the differential from the browns you have here to the black blackened tips. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's seamless. Thank you. And it looks. I'm like. Yes. yes. And, and I knew you did airbrush. With all this. airbrush, baby. Yeah. I was like, yeah. dang it. That was... You just got to get a little, you got to learn your control. Yeah. You know, and then you're off to the races, man. Yeah. And you're going to screw a lot of crap up. And, yeah. that, and that's okay. And that's okay. And you get better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I don't know if I've told you or not, but I've I volunteered Thunderford Studios for the next CK class. <laughs> um. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I figured you'd be okay with it once you found out you got a free class out of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It's got yeah. good value. There's good okay. value to that. All right. Oh, yeah. Um, what I was going to say is, like, to, if you do are able to come tomorrow to paint right. in the evening, uh, I will be working on the Homelander model. Sweet. And so I'm, I'm going to have questions. All right. All right. Yeah. That's <laughs> what uh, we can do. We'll yeah. figure something out. Yeah. Absolutely. So we, we actually have a, a, full a full two gap, weeks. A full gap to yep. our, our next episode. What? Yeah. Mr. Hall, what are we working on? Two vehicles and a character. Are you going to use airbrush on the vehicle? I am. All right. Are you going to use any techniques that we went over last time? I am specifically going to use those excellent. techniques. Oh, excellent. Yes. No, that's good to hear. Um, in so obviously it's the whole Cobra theme, so it's gonna Cobra! it's gonna be kind of like surrounded by fools. That's right. Maybe this, no one dies in your army. No, they all they all <laughs> run away from black. They parachute away. out at the last. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, the entire game of firefight, my guys will just run off the board. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Typical Cobra. Retreat! Yeah, yeah, that's right. He does it. Retreat. He does it. Yeah. Cobra, that's retreat! Right. So you right. said two vehicles and a character. Yes. Nice. That's achievable. Yep. And how big are the vehicles? Um, They're uh, <clears throat> rhino size. Okay. Like a, like a yep. medium-sized tank. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Interesting. Rick, you have any goals for the next two weeks? So I do want to finish Homelander because uh, mm-hmm. I want to make content around it for the, for the publisher, right? Great. Right? Great uh, motivator. Correct. Absolutely. Um. And because I do work with Vallejo and I have all their rattle cans, the different different colors of their rattle can stuff, I have three rhinos. I don't know if you've seen them. They're on top of the the glass case. Yeah, those like, aren't rhinos. I don't know what those are then. Are they tanks? They are tanks. They are tanks. They're, they're, they're the, GW tanks? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're GW. They're the bigger than bigger they're, than the rhinos. They're like this big. Um, and they have this I can't remember what they're and they're tr- oh, like the Sicarian? I have yes. no idea. Sicarian battle tank from my like, Horse yeah. Heresy? No. No, what? No. Dang it. Which one is it? Because they're bigger than rhinos. Okay. Yeah, I was looking well, around. There's a Land your space. Raider. That's bigger than a rhino. I think that's what they It are. might be Land Raiders. Yeah, okay. I think but it's I have three, three of them. Yeah, three Raiders. Oh, really? Land right. They're big. Yeah, they're like, they're like this big. Oh, yeah, yeah. be a Land Raider. Yeah. yeah. So I have three of them, and they're, uh, they have been painted on a little bit, uh-huh. but not to completion by any means. It's, air, it's mainly just. Airbrush right over top of that. It's mainly just black primer. Okay. But I wanted, I want to play with the rattle cans. Right on. To see like what certain ones so how it looks, get some effects going, right? And stuff, yeah, yeah. and just kind of be like, well, I'm gonna if I'm using yeah. this one, this is what it's gonna look like. Yeah. Do a video for Vallejo, sure, and then maybe I might paint them up and give them away at the uh, GT. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, I um, I'm a big fan of Vallejo Beastie Brown. Okay, I really like that color. That's one of my favorite browns. All right, out there, and so I had a project going on. Uh, that I wanted to use Beastie Brown on. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'll buy this rattle can. I blew through that rattle can so fast. I'm like, no, oh, this was not a good use of $20. Oh, no. <laughs> I just blew right there. I'm like, I could have airbrushed a $5 by paint and covered the same I, amount. Yeah. 
Wow. I said, okay, I, I, I don't think the Vallejo rattle cans are for me. Sure. For what I was trying to use that right, for, sure. right? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it looked good. Sure. Right. It yeah. just, it just didn't go as far as I was hoping. <laughs> I noticed that with primer, regardless of the company you get it from. Right. You know, I, I actually airbrush <clears throat> most of my primer. Really? If I care about the model, uh-huh. I airbrush it on. Oh, then know, I'm, uh, I'm fine. I don't. Right. Well, no, <laughs> no, I get it. Um, I've just had so many experiences with primer in the past out of the rattle can not coming out right. Like you'll either get dusting. Sometimes you get dusting. Yep. It'll be a little grainy. Yeah. That kind of thing. Never get that with the airbrush. Right. Perfectly smooth every time. Okay. And so, and I use, I use the Badger okay. uh, primers and coming out of the airbrush, like my white bottle, it's a big bottle. Right. Yeah, it's probably a liter. Oh, wow. It's good size. And okay. I've been on that bottle now for three years. So yeah. It, Dang. It, 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 I mean, granted, I don't do all stuff in white. Sure. You know, it's selective. Right. Um, and then uh, I bet I've probably been in the same three years. I've probably been in through one and three quarters of those for a black. So when we did the paint and take in July. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was the Animal Adventures miniatures, mm-hmm. right? When I primed all those, I went through two cans yeah, of sure of yeah. uh, Citadel primer. Right. The rattle cans just don't go as far. Period. Yeah. And also, you miss on a much higher percentage with the rattle can than you do with the airbrush, you right? Because there's you, a lot of waste. You, right, you're going four or five inches away mm. with the airbrush, where you're going a foot, a foot away, away with the spray can. Yeah. You just yeah, you can see, you can see all the waste uh, on that area where yeah, I yeah, prime yep. stuff. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. nature of the beast. Yeah, but on the plus, it took you thirty seconds to prime. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, it was really one, yeah. One run. Yeah. And, and it's taken me, you know, a couple minutes per miniature. Okay. Right. You know, just to, to do it right thoroughly. So I would I would understand that like when you're doing a commission mm-hmm. or like you said, if you have a if you have a true like love of that miniature right. that you're about to paint, absolutely using the airbrush. Right. I've also done uh, where I paint primer on. Yeah, I've it, never had yeah. good success with that. No, no, I, it always comes out streaky. Sure. Maybe it's the primer I've used, mm-hmm. but I've tried that in the past too, and I have never been happy. But I also know it's less waste. Oh, very That's the least waste. Right. Yeah, Monument Hobby uh, primer mm-hmm. <coughs> paints good. on incredibly well. Okay. It's one of those going up north, mm-hmm. my in-laws. Right, and don't have the ability to spray. Don't have the ability sure. to use a, a can, right. don't have my airbrush. Right. Yep. I finished the model I brought on board. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And yeah, it, Monument Hobby's primer goes on really nice I'm sure there's brush. moments where you know you're happy to have it kind of thing yeah, but yeah. that would be a way down on my well on my sure. list of things to actually I, use. I always i always make sure i do have paint on primer just in case like if i make a mistake yeah, yeah. or I, I, you, yeah. you miss a crevice here or there right yeah sure yeah. no it makes sense so my no, next project yes what is your next is, project uh good rick was kind enough <laughs> to track down a um Mantic Chimera. Yep, the Chimera uh, for Northern Alliance. That was uh, donated for the charity auction for yep. the Michigan GT. And I have volunteered. It's not up here. It's down on my painting desk. Okay. It's downstairs? Uh-huh. Okay. It's in pieces. Oh, okay. Um, and so I'm going to be painting that for the charity auction. Mm. And that's my my goal over the next two weeks is to get that up and running. And I, I think I might even actually try to enter it in the painting competition. Ooh. At also, your own show? Yeah. I can't win, but I'd like to 
I'd like to get. Oh, that looks nice. I'd like to get Dave's opinion of my paint job. <laughs> of course, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to come away with a prize, but if he were going to give me a prize, I, I you know, he'd tell me. Right. Um, oh yeah. And he'll I'm sign sh- a book for you. Right. He would. Yeah. I. Uh, so I'm super excited to see that that's your next project. Are that you? is cool. Well, yeah, because I mean, obviously, I'm a fanboy of Mantic. And you are. Yeah. You painting Mantic because okay. I've been. Looking at your paints for sure. over a year now. <laughs> sure. Um, um, and your paint style and right. how you do the larger models and mm-hmm. stuff. I can't wait to see that on a well, thanks. model. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so I cleaned it up last night. Yep. And as I was pouring water effects on, on the other <laughs> model, I'm like, all right, I got some time. I'll clean this up. Yeah. And, um, okay, so let's start. Yep. First thing, I was very surprised to find a resin model in the box. <laughs> I, I, yep. I, I really wasn't, I was expecting to see plastic. It was interesting that it was resin. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's no. just, I, I was just surprised. Yeah. Um, the majority of pieces were very clean. So I would give that a, a big thumbs up. Uh, one of the wings did have some uh, ugliness on um, on one of the uh, the main like limbs okay. that support the wing. Yeah. So I had to clean that up quite a bit. Yeah. It was a, uh, like a really bad mold line. Ooh. Um, but overall, yeah, no big deal. And it wasn't anything that, that couldn't be resolved. So that model came out when Mantic first started doing in-house resin. Okay. So that, that's one of their first. Interesting. And, and yeah. how long ago was that? Uh, a couple of years ago now. All right. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm, it'll be put together probably tonight or tomorrow right on and then we'll start working on it and sweet we'll see, we'll see how so, it goes. so would that be the piece that you'd bring to the studio tomorrow if you come absolutely it will be nice should be if i get it assembled and <laughs> right. and primed okay cool. i don't know it'll just how the time, how the timing works out sure. uh since my wife is out of town though tomorrow very high chance of it being at that <laughs> all point, right at that all right very cool yeah because right. yeah no uh no wife time in the evening it'll just be nerd time so <sighs> That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like every day for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my goal. Right on. Yeah, I figure, it, you know, I'll, I'll go, you know, a good quality on it because of right what, it's, what it's for. Yeah. Right. Um, probably even put a little more time and effort into it than if it was something I was going to keep. Sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Everybody's got some pretty good projects on their on their. I think uh, so. Table. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah. We'll have to try to get pictures up. We got to do better about putting yeah. pictures on yeah. the, on our social media for this and stuff. Yes, we do. Well, like I said, you want three sixty shots. If you come tomorrow, yeah, we can put that on the three sixty because uh, Austin yeah. should be there, and we can. All right, yeah, we'll do it. Um, it should be dry enough tomorrow for uh, for me to be comfortable enough to bring. Okay, because that water effects is not where it needs to be right. today. Yeah, but it should be there tomorrow. Okay, yeah, right that'd on. be fun. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a fun little add to your. Yeah, that <laughs> would be cool. Yeah. Right. Well, cool, guys. I think, well, I think, I think this we can call a this great an episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> nice. Rick, thank you for coming. Thank you for having we me. Appreciate it. And you're welcome anytime you want to come. Uh-huh. Yep. Hartswell. Kind of know where to get you. It's kind of on the way. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty easy. <laughs> it was, yeah, pretty convenient. <laughs> yes. All right. Everyone have a good couple weeks. And uh, the GT's right around the corner. Get painting. Right there. Uh,